to Podcorn in a Movie, a podcast where we do a deep dive into different themes, categories, subgenres of movies. Uh, today, this month, we're doing classics, Hollywood classics. And uh, today we're doing the 1940 Alfred Hitchcock's Rebecca, which was his first film made in Hollywood. Interesting fact. I'm here with uh, my co-hosts. Uh, Chase Leno. David Gia. And our very special guest. Who recommended the movie? Zach Poland. Zach I'm Poland. back. He's back. Back Poland. Back, back Poland. Poland. Back Poland. <laughs> bon Connery. Bon Connery. Oh. Was that a mistake when that was said? Yeah, I said it by it? mistake one time, I think. It was like, Bon, just... Con- bon Connery. And, we were doing and it the, just stuck. It's it the greatest stuck. mistake of ever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm generally surprised none of you had seen this movie. Uh, yeah, I was I was going to bring that up. Uh, I talked to Chase about this last night. It's just not something that um, when you hear Hitchcock's name, you never hear about Rebecca. Rebecca I agree like, with that. Um, although it's, I mean, what? It, Chase, it won Best Picture for yep. 1940. It was the highest it's, grossing in 1940. It was the, it was the only Best Picture. The only Best Picture for Hitchcock. Right? Hitchcock, yeah. Yeah, which is surprising because it's his first strike in Hollywood, you know, his first uh, first at-bat in Hollywood, so, and he got best picture, but um, I'm sure, that surprised me, that's, a, I, when I was looking through all of his movies, I was like, man, none of, like, I don't know, Rear Window, Psycho, like, none of those were candidates, I guess, but you'd have to look at the years, yeah. and what else came yeah, out yeah, those like years. What, what they went up against. Yeah, but I don't know, um, um, start with Chase, I don't no, know. No, start Chase, with Zach, because well, Zach's Zach is the, the only one that hasn't, or had a that first has viewing. a story. Yeah, yeah, Zach, so sell it to us. What what, well, yeah, what I, made you pick I, this movie? I watched this, my, like, when I was, like, 18, the first time I went to college, I, I wasn't even in the film class. I just, I thought I was in it for the first week of college. Turns out I'd never signed up, but I just kept going to the class, because I I just wanted to lie to myself and say I was doing well in a class. Um, and that we watched Rebecca in that class during our like Hitchcock month. And I just absolutely loved it. Like it was like my favorite movie we watched in that class. I watched it like four more times that year. It's just, it's fucking it's a good ass movie. And then like, I always am like confused if like no one's seen it. Yeah. Who's like alive right now. Like, oh yeah. I Yeah. I kind of got lost. I will say my showing was literally when we were having the huge voting. It was this or Rosemary's Baby. And I remember going, well, I've never heard of Rebecca, so I'm going to vote Rosemary's Baby. And then I watched a trailer for Rebecca. Modern day trailer. A modern day trailer. It was a modern cut trailer. Yeah. But it looked fucking sweet. And I'm like, okay, I want to watch Rebecca. Yeah, you showed it to me last night. And I was like, this is actually... I could see why this would get you into watching the movie. It was a really uh, sharply cut um, modern day trailer. I enjoyed it as well. Thought it was cool. But uh, I was really excited for it, and then I watched it. Oh God, I want to say I watched it Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday, and I I I'm with you, Zach. I really enjoyed it. I I actually was like the filming, like the actual like camera work in this movie is amazing. The acting's pretty good. It's definitely like, you know old-timey like how they talk is very well i don't know how well, to it, say it. it is 1940 yeah but how they so talk like, is definitely like old hollywood like yeah see like 
But I'm trying. Give me to think a of cigarette, a line. sweetheart, yeah. and get out of here. <laughs> I just think they're, they're. I think they're just uh, yeah, English they're not, in the forties. Yeah, true. they're not putting on like a. We're in an old movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, Every, everyone shows at the set. Yeah. Remember, guys, it's, see, it's like, old. It's yeah. old movies. We gotta talk weird. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Would they, wa- would, would they watch us in 80 years? We want them to feel like <laughs> it's <laughs> old. It was old. Like, but we don't talk like that in this time. See, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, oh, God. All right, Dave, how, how was uh, how was your viewing? What'd you think? Um, and did you had you heard of this movie before? Zach told oh, us yeah, about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This okay. this um this is kind of the top of my Hitchcock list that I haven't seen actually. Dial uh, that's in why for I was murder. That it's another one. That, uh, yeah, that that is too. But this was kind of, I was aware of this movie's like status. I guess not like culturally. I feel like it disappeared in in I don't know like the 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 like everybody's zeitgeist. Like, yeah, 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 like, like the normal, like the normal film watchers, like guys, like they, if you said Hitchcock, they can name a bunch, like to anybody, I feel like a bunch yeah. of people say a bunch of Hitchcock movies, but this wouldn't be on it. But if you ask like film critics and like, you know, like film historians or whatever, they're going to say Rebecca's like top of their lists uh, for Hitchcock. But um, I, I really, really enjoyed this and that and viewing it through the lens of like, what like I don't know like why didn't this one stick out stand more? out um, and uh, yeah I thought it was a, a really really good movie one of the main reasons I had heard of this movie um, was because when I saw Phantom Thread a lot of the press and the um, the writing done around that movie and Paul Thomas Anderson himself has like openly admitted he was kind of ripping off or like he wanted to do a modern Rebecca. Oh, and, uh, okay. Interesting. And it's absolutely that like when and it's like weird thinking about Phantom Thread now, but it's so it's so, so similar to Rebecca. Obviously that not. is that's odd. Yeah. That's very interesting. It's, it's like a very powerful like you know kind of like recluse of a man finds this girl and just like becomes enamored by her and then like their first meeting is like so cute and like you know like nice and then he's like well let me take you back to my life and and this is like i could be saying this plot for either of those movies and then they have to deal with like the second in command like the woman figure who is like cyril and phantom thread and uh Mrs. Danvers and this and uh, and then she finds out that the life that she imagined isn't what she thought, you know, like and it's I don't know. I think they're such good comparisons. Um, It's weird. Uh, I told Steve last night and I'm trying to think think of the exact words I said to Steve. But I said for some reason when I was watching this movie, I got very like reverse reverse slash alternate universe great Gatsby where it's like definitely a really rich man who kind of like, I'm not saying like in great Gatsby, he loves Toby Maguire, but he does bring in someone young to kind of like show off what everything is, but he's in the hammer. I don't know. It was something to do with just how it was made. I was getting really big, great Gatsby vibes, even though it doesn't fit the plot whatsoever. 
I think the okay. style's fairly similar. Like, I mean, clothing-wise, obviously. Yes. Like, but, but also like, and I feel like anything in that era from like late twenties to mid forties, where you're seeing like huge mansions and marble and big dresses, always has a really big Great Gatsby vibe, because that's like the main like visual takeaway I feel like people use for that time period is Great Gatsby. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, from my viewing experience. Um, first off, there's something that I realized right away that I hope somebody else realized is that uh, the actor's name is Tony Dalton. He played Jack in Hawkeye. Tell me Lawrence Olivia doesn't look, or Jack Dalton doesn't look exactly, or Tony Dalton doesn't look exactly uh, like Lawrence Olivia. Evan, Evan Peters is the one that I kept thinking Evan of. Evan Peters? Quicksilver. Uh, okay, the, all right. The X-Men movies. Yeah. But he just—I like, could not stop thinking about Evan Peters. Uh, I, I just couldn't stop thinking about Jack from Hawkeye. I'm like, God, he looks just, like from certain angles. I was like, he looks just like Jack. But um, I had never—I had never seen or heard this about this movie until like three years ago when I met Zach. And uh, Zach has been trying to wa- get us to watch this movie for three years. Um, yes, I have. And, um, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought this was one of the Hitchcocks that he remade because Dave, there's two, right? Yeah, there's two remakes. Uh, there's two movies there's that the he remade. The man who knew, knew too, too much. much and the Thirty Nine Steps, or no? I don't think he did remake the Thirty Nine Steps. But I, I thought for a while, for some reason, this was one of his movies that he made and then remade. That's not the case. And then um, I went and watched uh, thirty minutes of the colorized version by accident, oh. and I was like. This movie looks mm. awful. Like just and like I could tell it was colorized, but I'm like, is there really not a black and white version? And then I found it on YouTube. I just had to go a couple thumbnails down. But um, yeah, so I actually I, I I have seen the beginning of this movie three times because I tried three times to watch this movie before I could actually watch it all the way through. It was in the midst of moving, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I love old Hollywood, and this movie feels old Hollywood. Really old Hollywood. I like the score and how the uh, it swells whenever there's, you know, there's drama and and uh, I like uh, the cinematography is great in this movie. I was telling Chase some of the shots are like him standing beautiful over the, looking. Yeah, him standing over the cliff in particular in the beginning of the movie was just like man, like that looks so good. Um, and I mean, what they were using back then, they were using like miniatures, they were using a combination of things. But uh, Alfred Hitchcock really was like, I know people always say he's the master of suspense, but like his cinematography also is just on point. Like this is 1942. So I just thought some of the camera movement was really like smooth. And then um, especially like the uh, kind of the one of the scenes Chase said was his favorite was there was like a, a pan. Of, yeah, uh, I was just of, about yeah, to bring that up. Of, um, Miss Danvers like running through the burning house, and like that shot looks brilliant. Oh yeah, like well, I'm like that's amazing. Like, I, I don't know how they did that in 1940. Like, and I know they used a mix of like miniatures and such, but still, I slept on that last night because there was two shots I showed Steve that I really enjoyed, and I think that comes second. I think my first, my favorite shot in this whole movie is when he's explaining how uh, Winters died. And he's saying she sat on the couch, then she stood up and walked towards me, and, and the, it's just that camera. pan. In your mind, you're imagining she's there doing those you're movements. Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, was like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is incredible. Uh, also, yeah. also, um, I don't know why That's I like That's my favorite part. Too, yeah. Please. I don't know why I like this little bit of uh, this little part, but I was obsessed with the fact that the movie is called Rebecca, and she's not in the movie. 
Not really. Mm. And I kind of, I really like that. Like this movie is. And there was. Go ahead. There was talk of uh, shooting flashbacks, flashbacks and doing yeah. stuff with her in it. And uh, Hitchcock specifically was like, no, like I want, um, I want Rebecca, like nothing could compare. No person we could show you could Com- compare to, to what you're going to imagine Rebecca as. Yeah, because your imagination. And that's such a powerful use of that. Yeah, and, I think that's why the movie does what it does so well. Yeah. Because it lets, it leaves it up to you your to imagination. Really imagine who this woman was. Which, you know, people, mm-hmm. I feel like audiences today wouldn't have it. But um, I know because a lot of people get upset when uh, they're, they're not given a visual cue. Like, okay, what did this woman look like? But I really liked that. That played into part of mm-hmm. the, like Because every viewer has a different... All four of us had a different picture of what Rebecca looked like. And I like that. Like, I mean, I imagine that she was... She didn't look far off, I think, from um, uh, Mrs. Uh, DeWinter. Um, mm-hmm. That's I what I imagine. She doesn't have a, yeah. a first name. She does not have a first name in this movie, which I also... And I love... Uh, um, sorry, what's the actress' name? It's slipping me. I just had it. Um, Joan Fontaine. Joan Fontaine, yes. Uh, I really liked her. Um, yeah, I thought she did a I great job. Was, I thought she was beautiful. This she is... also carries herself very well. Like uh, I think that she stands toe-to-toe with the performance of Laurence Olivier, who's, which is no easy task. Um but yeah, I thought she carried her own. And she was good. I liked her. I was I was rooting for her the whole time because I felt I felt bad for her. I'm like, man, she's really in this shitty situation where um, everyone just has such high expectations, and she's coming into this world that's unknown. Sh- yeah, stranger in a strange land. She's never, you know, she didn't grow up around this. And then, I, especially, I think it's highlighted at the at the first dinner scene when the guy's like, "Do you sail?" You don't horseback. I'm trying to figure out what I'm, I'm trying to figure out what your wife does, and it's like yeah. God, these guys, these like these people are so pretentious, and it's just, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I loved it. He's like, do you? He's like, do you ride? She's like, no. And he's like, do you do side saddle yeah. or like? And she's like, I don't fucking ride. I just said that. I don't like horses. He's like, well, do you do you sail um, at least? That's and then oh, he that's goes, good. Then he goes, he goes, well, that's good. Oh, <laughs> and it's like yeah. Right. yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, Joan Fontaine was kind of not a star at this point. Um, she was like not the first choice either. Lawrence Olivier wanted his, his girlfriend. Uh, I think he was seeing her at the time. But yeah. She becomes his wife, Vivian Leigh, who this the same time they're shooting it, I guess, is playing Scarlet and Gone with the Wind. Yep. Uh, I, I know we're only a a year past um, Wizard of Oz, but I feel like Gone with the Wind is going to come up in my conversations a lot. That's again. fine. Um, but did, uh, did you know he was extremely then, jealous of her? Like throughout the whole like making of the movie, that uh, what's her name didn't get the role. So he yeah, kind he of was like kind of a dick to yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, and, I would not yeah. know that. And then and Alfred- Hitchcock, Hitchcock used that instead of yeah. instead of you know in typical Hitchcock fashion, he was like, yeah, actually everyone on this set hates, hates you. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like oh, that- it, it it led to her isolation and that it, you know it made it that feel a lot of the yeah. movie and yeah. it worked perfectly. I felt like even though that's sad. Also interesting. But, interesting. Um, this- she goes on in 1941 wins. Uh, an Oscar for Suspicion, another Hitchcock movie. So, was was Vivian Ray secretly a big bitch? Also, that, that like line up perfectly. She was the real life well. Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, she was <laughs> cheating on him and stuff. Uh, and they also wanted Olivia De Havilland, who was Fontaine's sister, um, and she is okay. also in Gone with the Wind. Um, I need to watch Gone with the Wind. 
I was telling uh, Zach and Chase before podcast before you came in that uh, this movie began filming five days into the UK's uh, inclusion into World War II. So this is literally being filmed. It's like uh, Chase was saying. It's like the or Zach said the turtle scene yeah, from uh, Master of being filmed on 9-11. But uh, oh my god! So am I not turtling enough for the turtle club? Wait, that was um, filmed on 9-11? That was filmed on 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, we oh, my that God. The tower fell, and so, then Dana Carvey went, am I not turtling? Yeah, imagine, turtle imagine somebody turtle, having turtle, to turtle. deliver that, that line. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just like imagine, like, the grips are, like, silently crying, <laughs> like, watching the news as Dana Carvey's in a turtle suit. Like, um, just... I'm never going to know that, like, that line yeah. is completely yeah. ruined for me now. Like, it's, weird. In it's weird because I've never seen that movie nor had any interest in seeing that movie. But as a kid, I, I like this. That's just one of the things that will stick in my head forever is that stupid turtle stuff <laughs> from the commercials. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Why not turtle enough for the, the turtle, turtle club? club? Yeah. Um, but that is an interesting fact, like, and just, you know, to, like, think about the context of that, that is he has now come to Hollywood after making tons and tons of movies. Like he was like a British thriller director. Yeah. Um, he's got a bunch before um, Rebecca. That's why. Yeah. I thought this might've been the first one I saw, uh, or the earliest Hitchcock I've seen, but it's not, I see, I seen, a sat the saboteur and, um, he 39 made, steps. Thir- saboteur he made twice. I think. No, I just looked it up. It's uh, uh, only the man who knew too much. Oh, there. okay. Okay. Um, um um, but it also so Hitchcock is leaving his uh, England and in the UK and uh, and I think that's part of the motive behind it to coming to America yeah. is that war was breaking out in Europe and um, and uh, I think it's uh, he he was also coming to America like his game plan was to make a Titanic movie that was like his his like. Uh, first goal like was he wanted to make a big titanic movie and that's where he met up with um david he's a mega producer behind this movie oh david, david oh i just had it david yes Dubert. i'm just kidding um it's david ode selznick selznick uh selznick. yes selznick um and uh, they just became a match made in heaven. Like they never made the Titanic movie, but uh, David O. Selznick is the guy that produced Gone with the Wind as well. And they were a match made in heaven because it produced this movie, but they did not get along well. Like yes. David O. Selznick was constantly suggesting things to Hitchcock that he didn't like. He David O. Selznick really wanted to stick to the book that Rebecca was based on. Whereas Hitchcock, because of his movie that I just mentioned, Sabotage or Saboteur, uh, I think it was Sabotage. It's Sabotage, w- yeah. Was uh, a little bit shunned by adapting novels to the T because, like, that movie wasn't as successful. And he was like, I don't want to do that. I want to take the book, use it as the blueprint, and make my own movie, my own interpretation of it. And, uh, and as a result, of that because David O. Selznick didn't want him doing that. Uh, Hitchcock ended up shooting it, uh, like editing it in his head a bit. Like he would only shoot what he wanted to use so that David O. Selznick couldn't end up coming in and editing around anything basically because he had to use what the footage was. And I thought that was really interesting. An old old editor's trick there. Shot for the edit. 
shut down the sets whenever David Oselznik would come around. He would be like, oh, the cameras aren't working. And they would shut down the sets. And when he left, he'd be like, oh, the cameras are working again. And uh, I think I read somewhere. I, I'm trying to find the actual thing I read. But I I read this morning that he uh, Alfred Hitchcock kicked him or banned him from set for like a few days because yeah, of was, the whole writing shit. Yeah, because uh, Hitchcock was... Uh, was not allowed in the uh with the uh script writing room yeah he wasn't allowed yeah. in the script writing room so then he was like well then you're not allowed not on, on set, set. and i mean and like you banned him yeah you can't really like yeah tell the producer he can't come on set but he would just do what dave just said and where he just hides tricks yeah. and, and such and to get him off the set but yeah he, they seem to have butt heads but um i'm sure they're i'm sure also go ahead. um one one thing that he took out of this movie while uh, Oselznik was dealing with Gone with the Wind, he like took advantage of him being busy. Was David Oselznik had really had this idea and wanted them to do this? The final scene was going to be when the house burned and fire, the smoke rising from the house was going to form an R. And Hitchcock's like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever. Heard. I'm so doing. glad he didn't. <laughs> I like that. Honest, I honestly think that if this, if they had done that, this movie would not be a Best Picture winner. I would agree. No, with I, that. I like the the burning. No, it, the, it'd be fucking stupid. The <laughs> yeah. the burning of the uh, embroidered pillow with the R on it was yeah. good enough. You well, know, I like to... I like that it's like tying back to what she's uh, uh, Danvers said. Like I want to say when they go into the room for the first time, she's like, "Look at this quilted pillow that I made her." Yeah, like it's showing yes. the obsession Embroidy. of yeah. 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 of it's... Rebecca enough to be the end of mm-hmm. that whole entire story. I don't know. Yeah. I liked yeah. that. So did I. I like the the final. The that's final a, that's a fun is, scene. The final something act is I I picked up on from that scene that I I had to look up because I was like, I don't think so because this is 1940, but I was curious, and I was right, I guess. But there's a lot of queer subtext, subtext in yeah. relation to Mrs. Danvers, yes. who yes. clearly was in love with, with Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. And uh, if you go back and look at the book, kind of, and the comparisons, that, that that was definitely the idea behind it. And obviously, with the Hayes Code back then, they couldn't even slightly suggest that. Yeah. And that was even something that the... Um, that the producers in the studio talk to them about while making the movie. They're like, I hope you're not suggesting that she's a lesbian in this scene. And they're like, no, 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 no. And um, they, you know, just kind of got away with subtext, which I think is incredible. And it makes this movie like so much more rich looking at it through that. And also just a reflection of the time that, with the Hayes Code, if you had a villain character, they had to get their comeuppance at the end. I'm trying to think of the exact wording of that. Um, Bad Kai always but, uh, loses. Under the production code, any character acting in a morally unsuitable way must be punished. And she ends up dying at the end. And I think that's like, you know, a part of that subtext that they're like, we can't, you know, like, even if she is gay, we killed her. Like, yeah. Um, right. And, um, Judith Anderson, we have to we have to talk a little bit about Mrs. Danvers. Um, Incredible. She was instructed not to blink by no. Alfred Hitchcock. Or, he 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 oh. instructed her to like tr- hold, hold back, back as I much guess, as she so can. She rarely blinks which in the is whole why movie. Her eyes are yeah. She's I think she's so good. she's so she intense. feels so yeah. ominous and the entire always, time. They always do that. Uh, I don't know the proper name for it. Chase might. Um, it's like. Uh, 
they always light her face like across the top and then it's kind of the shadows fall like underneath their nose they just so put like a flag yeah they put a so flag nothing but I, goes I didn't on, know if there yeah. was a certain name for that type of shot but like uh they do that a lot in this movie i was noticing um but yeah her eyes are uh haunting like she really doesn't ever blink i was i would i'd be surprised if she had eyelids because she just I feel like she's just staring into my soul the whole movie. But uh, and I also kept thinking of Carol Danvers the entire time. I'm like, Marvel, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, um, so I thought that was because he was kind of a um, reading some stuff, and I was reading stuff during the movie about uh, Stan. Sorry, not Stanley Kubrick. I'm about to come to him about Alfred Hitchcock's kind of onset behavior, and uh, it's not too much unlike Stanley Kubrick, where uh, he. He was kind of not like, not like physically abusive, but he was like verbally abusive to a lot of the uh, the cast. But I guess in a way that they weren't scarred from it. You know, it wasn't like the Shelley Duvall case from The yeah. Shining. But uh, it does sound like Hitchcock was a tough director to shoot for. Like, I feel like Tippi Hedren was a little scarred from that's the birds. Is the that birds, the movie? She that was. She he's was just like right. chucking dead birds You're at right. her and live well, she, birds. She also <laughs> had Dave. She had that live, would be scarring. She had live birds tied to her fingers. Jesus. So like, Christ. so like when she's flailing, the birds are attached to her, and she's flailing all ten fingers, and like they're they're literally within feet of her, and they're attached How to her. But yeah. How many birds died? A lot, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> yeah, so sure. a lot. That movie is incredible. Like yeah. when you watch it, you're like, "How the fuck did they make this movie?" It's and you're like, "Oh, like, they did it for real. They used yeah. the real yeah, birds." Yeah, there's no special there. effects. There like, isn't. Just, but, and I'm like, "Wait, like are are the birds actually organizing to make this movie? Like they're attacking people they're, they're for part real? Of, like, they're part of the bird union. They're all <laughs> yeah, they're all protected it's, uh, under a sag sag for birds. But it reminds sad. me of a holy mountain when they tie a bunch of fireworks to frogs, to frogs, to frogs and just blow them oh, up oh my god i just i just heard uh and maybe you guys remember this and somehow this fact just slipped my mind if it was in the jodorowsky's dune um documentary but i was just listening to people talk about dune on the podcast and they were talking about how i'm pretty sure it was either in the script or they shot the scene that there is a girl that was signed up or like supposed to be in dune and there was a scene where there was like 2000 extras taking a shit all at once in that movie and she was like i'm no longer doing this movie. <laughs> um and i i'm just so curious about if that scene actually exists or not i don't think yeah, it the, no uh, no it it might be on one of the planets what um, was it well, i don't know um in Holy Mountain. In Holy Mountain. But he, there's no way. No, he no, no there's this the, there's, is in Dune. And this oh, is in Dune. Dune. Yeah, in this is for Jodorowsky's Dune. Dune. I mean, yeah. I doubt he filmed it because he really didn't get the film much. He just kind of burnt a lot of money and then got told to go away. Yeah, that's a that's a whole you fucking weirdo. Okay, yes. He wanted he wanted to make a scene in which two thousand extras appear defecating at the same time. Jesus. They're like, Christ. but but what does this have to do with Dune? And he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> It'll this work. This is important art I'm trying to make. Haven't you seen the poo machine that I did in Holy Ballad? I mean, have faith in honest, me. Like, Dune's borderline about poop because the spice is just worm poop. So like. I can see it making sense, but like I guarantee, Jesus he was, he's just freak. He was just is like, that where the cell park poop comes from? Spice. Yeah, it's yeah. The spice melange. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, it's tuned. My God, um, I do what I realized that I laughed really hard last night, and I'm like, I don't think Steve's finding this amusing. 
Uh, I forgot in the 40s that, you know, people still had horses. And, oh, yeah. And they were still playing that. with sticks <laughs> yeah, and, with and wheels. Like Chase watched this movie as if it came out in 2000. He's like, What's, why are there He's horses? Like, I just, they're talking so funny. They they don't have video games. What is happening? No, but, uh, but I, I they're, they're, they're in their car. And then I'm like. Were those people riding horses behind them? Yeah. So I had to, I had to tell them to chase. You know, people ride horses still. <laughs> I had to tell. Well, them yeah, but I mean, like this was in town, like and I'm like, but it's the 40s. I had to tell. No, but it, there was no carriage. Ride horse and carriage outside my house. There was no the carriage, guys. It was me. just, it was just two horses, and I was just like, so does that mean, like, if you're not rich enough, you just get a horse? I told him I was like, yeah. well, I was like, back in the day, it's 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 funny because it's reversed, but it's like back in the day. Everybody had a horse and the rich had cars. Now everybody has a car and the rich have, the horses. Rich have horses. It's kind of a, a flip. But, but yeah. But just even thinking about the kid playing with, with the, the wheel yeah, and that, stick, that, that like I was good. like, guys, it's the forties. <laughs> it's not like the nineteen tens. What guys? Geez, that stuff lasted forever yeah. because there was no leaps in technology. <laughs> for the, yeah. Well, from but like the forties to the fifties. Like, you heard old. of the stick it stick and circle? I'm now sorry. we have the I'm ball. I'm sorry. I'm just. I just. This like year, that, that, be like, guys, it's the forties. Why are you playing with? This I just shit? didn't understand that scene pong. because they're in the car. They see horses and a kid play with the stick, and then they go into a different area, and there's just a shit ton of bikes. Why are you having a horse <laughs> if there's a shit ton of bikes? I don't understand. I'm horses, so I, horses could go faster, I suppose. To travel. A I have faster. the exact opposite problem of whenever I watch a movie, I'm always amazed at how much technology they have same like, Zach. like 1917 i remember i was like they had flashlights in world war ii and words <laughs> and phones. they had words like, uh, <laughs> they spoke yeah, english I'm, I'm like they say things like violent love in 1940 like i, know, I knew like, that I'm from it's a wonderful away. life but yeah but i think that was like a common expression that now like our warped minds are like violent love hardcore banging like <laughs> but back then that was just like an expression you know like Oh yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many expressions that have changed. Um, it wasn't. Oh, do you know what that is? Even's a that, dumbass. Didn't he? Did? Oh my totally god! Different. I gotta find out what this quote was. He said something. So, I think you said it. Oh, he was telling her at their wedding that he's like, oh, I wish we were in like on the beach or in Bermuda or it shouldn't have been here. It should have been in a casino. Where you're behind a palm tree and I'm just making violent love to you. I think yeah, that's I what like, he says. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Don't, well, don't you remember, um, is it six years later in, um, and it's a wonderful life when, uh, George Bailey is at, uh, Mary's house. Yeah. And the mom's upstairs and she's like, what are you doing down there? And he, she goes, he's making violent love to me, mother. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I really like that scene. It's a wonderful life. Great, dude. That scene—that's a really good scene. That scene reminds me so much of the Rebecca scene where she makes and creates the dress and comes downstairs, and she's so—it's like the Buffalo Girl, uh, Mm -hmm. like in the moon, you know, stitching that she made, and it's a wonderful life. She's so excited for him to see it, and he just doesn't reciprocate, and it's. So sad. Like I, I like my heart breaks when you see Rebecca or uh, Mrs. DeWinter. Like she's so excited, and it's like you know she's finally kind of like claimed herself. Like this is after the I'm Mrs. DeWinter now. Yeah. 
like which is I think the best line in this movie uh, is I'm Mrs. De Winter now. Like yeah. the, I'm the one who knocks of mm-hmm. the 1940s. What I don't understand so, is why didn't she just fire her? I feel like if I'm like, well, I'm Mrs. De Winter. Fuck you. You just ruined me in front of my husband. You're yeah. fired. I think she. She. Good. I think she was getting close to that to be becoming that type of Mrs. De Winter in that scene. But she was like, no, like you're you're kind of a staple of this the house of the home. Okay. Yes. And so I'm not going to fire you. But I think she would have had she not been so embarrassed by that. Like if everything had gone well for her and he loved the dress and she continued to like rise in confidence, she would be like, uh, get the fuck out of here, Mrs. Danvers. I but also think like, she was crushed by that moment. Also, if Mrs. Dan- I mean, because that night is the night where like everything goes down like the, the boat the crashes yeah. yeah like if i'd i mean she probably would have like ended up firing her if things had continued as normal and they never actually found the boat and shit they it probably would have been much or, easier for her to just or like she get might rid have of killed herself Danvers. that's also true that she scene is incredible like the i kind of want to read that whole speech that she says because it's yeah. so good the mrs danvers speech but she's like She's like, you try to take her place. You let him marry you. I've seen his face, his eyes. They're the same as the first week she died. I used to listen to him walking up and down, up and down all night long, night after night, thinking of suffering, torture because of her, his loss. And uh, Mrs. Danvers is like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> she's like, you thought you could be Mrs. DeWinter, live in her house, walk on her steps, take the things that were hers. But she's too strong for you. You can't fight her. No one ever got the better of her. Never, never. She was beaten in the end. But it wasn't a man. It wasn't a woman. It was a sea. And then she's just like, jump off the cliff, you bitch. <laughs> oh, I know. When she's like, uh, when she's like, do it. Do, do it. it. And it's such a powerful <laughs> scene. Like, do it. Um, I, I, I think if, if not the, the revelation scene where he uh, confesses, it's this scene that is like takes the cake for this movie. Yeah. I think that's the um, that's the because um, that's around the one hour mark, is it yeah. not? Yeah, that is the part. Zach Zach told me previously is like things really start to pick up because this is a slow burn, but I like it because we're really getting to know all the characters. I feel like by an hour in, like if mm-hmm. somebody was like name ten facts about every character you've seen so far, I'm like okay, that's like pretty I got easy, this. yeah. Because yeah. like you it, really do get to know, and it's like I like the intimacy of it, like. We have really long. There's a lot of long scenes, especially with uh, Mrs. Danvers and um, Mrs. Uh, the new Mrs. De Winter. But um, yeah, you really get. I got a. I got a. One of my favorite scenes is um, when uh, Mrs. De Winter first walks into um, Mandolin, and uh, she's soaked from the rain. And like she walks in, and there's just the entire staff, staff just standing crowded. There. And the look on her face, and it's a follow shot. The look on her face is just—I mean, it's perfect. She's just like, "Oh my god!" Like, what? It, I've never experienced something like this. Well, and she then you looks see, petrified. She looks terrified. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you see Mrs. Danvers slow, slowly walk into frame and look at her, and like right away, you know, like without any words spoken yet or anything, you know, like okay, Mrs. Danvers is is gonna be a problem. Like I knew that right from the get go. Just, just. So that scene is filmed brilliantly, but I really like that scene. And then I, she, when when the gloves drop, and then they, and then she doesn't know how to react. She's like, "Wait, do I pick these up?" And they both kind of yes. go down to pick them up. Um, mm-hmm. Just good That's execution. Good. A lot of uh, good uh, show don't tell there. Like there doesn't need to be any words spoken. You can feel what, the tension. That wasn't. 
that was another thing that uh, I believe Hitchcock added. It wasn't in the book that it was raining when she came. Which um, great, and great that rain just adds so much to like. She's just soaking wet in clothes that aren't that fancy, walking into this she, mansion filled with a staff she that she's never dealt yeah. with, and it's just kind of like this character does not belong here. Yeah, it's kind of what that. Yeah, that whole and she's wearing is. and she's wearing. I know we're in black and white, so don't 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 give me shit, Zach. But she she's has a wearing red dress. On. She's wearing she's wearing <laughs> she's wearing what I imagine is probably a white or like a, a beige. Um, Suit and then um, damn everyone is either wearing white, white or, or black. It's crazy, <laughs> white or gray. But uh, Man, it's, I, then Danvers, is, Danvers is wearing black, and it's just um, um, it reminds me of something like uh, when Luke Skywalker in the Return of the Jedi is wearing the black outfit, and at the end it peels back and it's white on the inside. But the uh, the uh, they complement each other like really well. Like right away, like I said, you, the show don't tell. You can tell like. Okay, this is our protagonist. This is our antagonist. Black, mm-hmm. white, yeah, whatever. But um, yeah, I just really that was, I guess, like looking back on it and talking about it, that was my favorite scene. One of my favorite scenes. Well, what's crazy I've... is, oh, sorry, Zach, go ahead. No, you're fine. You're fine. You I go. was just gonna say, we're talking about like how like this movie. It's a two hour and ten minute movie, or two hour and six. The last forty five minutes is quick. Like, I, I yeah. don't know, like, last night I came back and Steve was still watching it, and it, it was at, like, the scene when he was, like, pretty much the, admitting... The, the first twist. Yeah, the first twist mm-hmm. of him admitting that he killed her, or Because I said it before she her. said he it. He saw her die. Yeah, I yes. said... Because I, I said it right before he's, like... uh Chase was sitting. Well, first Chase walked in, and I was like, "This movie has thirty minutes left." No, you how? said forty-five yeah, minutes. Forty-five minutes left. And I was like, "How?" And I'm like, "You." And I'm like, "I don't like not in a bad way, Zach." But I was just like, "What else can happen?" Because he like reveals everything, and then I'm like, "Where do we go from?" Well, here? Steve's like, "He's gonna kill her." I'm yeah, like, uh, "Okay." Yeah, um, but no, I said, "I said if I was Rebecca after he told that story, or if I was Mrs. DeWinter after he told that story, I'd be like, are you gonna kill? Are you gonna kill me? Like, is this, is this what my fate's gonna be?'" But um, yeah, when he reveals that, uh, like the whole I'm, courtroom scene and the uh, that's a good scene too. The, really that, like that scene, scene and the doctor scene, I feel like those went pretty fast. In this movie, and, and the the, the car scene where he's throwing chicken bones out the window. Oh, so, I was like, how much is he gonna? I really like that scene a lot. Throws a chicken bone. It, I just like that. Like, I don't know that guy. He feels so snotty. Did oh, he especially. remind you guys of it, or specifically, did he remind Chase and Zach of anyone? Oh, dude, Sanders, Dave. Dave I literally was uh, saying to fucking. I could only see one person during this. <sighs> And I, I want like even his character kind of fit. I want to say from a show that we're it's from dark. It, no, it's from it's from fucking Succession. Yes, and Tom. Tom, I thought it. I oh, was thinking. I was literally was sitting Tom. there, and I kept saying to Steve, "Does he remind you of anyone that I've been watching lately?" And he goes, "I wouldn't know." And I said, "Fuck, you're right." <laughs> it was driving me crazy. I'm All so I glad could think you said about that. Was Tom, I'm like, yes. he's even acting like like this is what Tom would do. The skeevy like uh like. I don't actually care that much about Rebecca. I'd rather blackmail you. Yeah, yeah. I liked I liked the whole. He's like, oh, it's like a picnic. Let me join you. Yeah, uh, he's just fill a... up my gas. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. Like all the like he doesn't deny blackmailing him instantly. Like the cops are just like, are you blackmailing? And he's like, kind of. Like, well, okay, you can keep coming. We're gonna still investigate the case. Also, I love very cool. He say, he's like, no, no. 
Yeah, he's like, no, the, I'm just the, the I'm just the person who wants justice. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to play the justice card. He's like, but then they I, like I constantly want... remind him that he's blackmailing this person. Uh, like, I think I mean, the like, old yeah. detective probably says it four times. I, I, I. Careful. This 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 ending is like a catch twenty two for me. Like I want to, like I slightly want to complain because of the lack of. Mrs. DeWinters, the new Mrs. DeWinters at the end, it feels like her story is kind of over as soon as he tells the truth to her. Um, and then it just becomes a bunch of men being like, this is what's going on in this movie for the next 45 minutes. But because of what we were talking about, the table setting that happened for like an hour and 20 minutes beforehand, I think it works so well. Yeah, like, I agree. Just, well, you're invested everything, at this point. Like, it's so satisfying that like, he reveals the truth and then he's accused like you know of it or like he's you know he now has to get away with this and, and she's all in on it and then jack comes in and blackmails him and i love his move of being like fuck you you don't blackmail me i blackmail you and he yeah. just Yes, that was I like love that power move. I like how he just punched him in the face. I was like, oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> I punched him I, in the face. I, I, and I guess in a weird way, you are now finally figuring out truths about Rebecca because you're you're you get the the false narrative that she was pregnant. And of course, you find out that it was actually just cancer. And um, yeah, I think it's just cancer, which I like. I like that's a huge twist. There's something growing inside of her. Is that like I, I guess it's not a huge twist, but I like Baby that tumor. it's it's definitely like Tuma. Well, Tuma. she technically did kill herself. She wanted to die. Yes, but she, yeah, she and was, I know she you was, said I, I, me and Steve kind of got a into a, a debate about it. I was like, and I was she, like, because Chase has said Chase's take is like well he didn't really murder her because it's like one it kind of was an she accident to die, but she but also was, did want to die but the reference i used was uh what happened to dr kevorkian because all those all of his patients wanted to commit suicide and so he helped them or he always all of his patients wanted to die so he aided them in that but he that's still considered like even though even well, though you don't know Jack, even though yeah. Mr. DeWinter didn't Kevorkian movie, didn't I yes, feel like uh, the only the only reason that you would say he is accountable is because he tried to hide the body. If yeah, he didn't try to like, hide the body, he would have gotten away with it totally fine. But yeah, he he but was like, too. I don't blame. I mean, I don't. I don't think he did anything particularly wrong. That's what I he does. Of, he does murder her in the book, but they weren't allowed to do that because of in, the Hays yeah. Code. Yeah, um, and I sense. think that they do it. Uh, he they is. Did. I think he's a bit of a scum. I think this I guy think he sucks. is. Too. He is a scum. I, I, I don't. Maxim de Winter sucks. I said that during. I'll, I'll say it. The whole no. The whole movie. I said. To, I said to Chase as soon as he walked in. I was like. I was like. This guy's kind of a dick. Like he's and been, he's creepy. And he's, he's like. He's, yeah, he has these weird. Um, you know, it's they, like don't ever be thirty six, you child. I love you as a child. Just stay a child. Like telling your new wife boat. don't I ever like become thirty six is crazy. That I well, like. I, really, I, I, really I like, like him like I like Tony Soprano. You yeah, know? I mean, like, I, don't I, know. I I feel for his character a lot. Like especially as he starts revealing. Things. I don't know. Like, he, I don't know. Rebecca has, sat, like sounds like such a toxic. Yes. Person. Yes, I will agree yeah, to that. Like I cannot not good blame him for no. deterior deteriorating but, down to hey, this point. But grow let's... up, divorce her. He was like, I can't. I, I, like his only excuse is that like, she came to him and was like, "What are you gonna do? Divorce me?" Like he couldn't deal with that shame. 
but it's the forties um, of the. Of oh, yeah. shut the fuck up! That's a true. I mean, it's a true point. He did. Um, it would. It like, would have been a, a way bigger deal this, back then. The the author of this, Daphne de Maurier, Maurier, um, the author of the book is she really had an incredible like life. I read all about her and uh, a lot of a lot of the themes in this book and or in the book and in this movie are so reflective on her and one of the things is that she was dealing with her own gender crisis like she felt like she was a boy living in a in a girl's body and back then they didn't have like the the terms for that they didn't yeah. have like the the exception of that like so she just had to like live with any... this and she um explored it through her writing and she was also married to like this like very very high up general and they live this like lavish lifestyle that she was not prepared for and her options were she could get divorced or she could stay as like the wife that she doesn't ever want to be you know like the housewife the opposite of what you know what she felt like she wanted to be um and she ends up goes on to end up having like affairs with actresses and uh, other people but I, I think that that is so true. Like that his reluctance to get divorced and leave this life is like a reflection of her a little bit. Like every single character in this movie has a little bit of the author in it. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can see that. It's writing, but. So oh, yeah. is, is it early? This might be, this is just a dumb question because apparently I'm, you know, I just don't understand old times. Yeah. But, uh. Is it normal for people to get married after meeting people for four days? I think I think because he technically did this twice. He did. Okay, so, we don't know how so, long he was with Rebecca before they got married, yeah. but clearly not long enough to realize that she was an evil person. I know that there is definitely more I, of a thing. I, I like, think it's yeah, more like of, like as like we progress as a society and like people get more education and like spend more time working on their careers. There's so many people get married less and like later and later in life, but like especially i want to say especially like the 20s to the 40s it's like you need to like get married early so you can have a kid so that kid can like grow up and start making some fucking money also yeah. also because yeah. you're poor and i mean she was in a position where it was like uh the new mrs de winter where it's like uh i wouldn't blame her because she had nothing to, to to lose to lose really she was a, we don't even know her name like um no i'm talking well okay but i'm saying they that might, I, they I know, might uh, not have on. gotten married yeah uh if 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 not for the circumstances at the beginning of the, or not got married that quickly but, but i think it's like the same thing but happened. she had two options she could get married and go with max or she sh- could go with her like female weinstein boss yeah well couldn't just max be like just give you I'll harvey pay. wide seed vibes <laughs> oh, no, yes. it should be. why don't you come She's to like, my room i'm a rich lady come on down and Come to my suite, snuff my buggers, <laughs> snuff, <laughs> snuff my buggers. <laughs> but uh, I just, I, I was at that point. I'm like, so you're gonna get married at, to this guy that you just met? Couldn't you just be like, I don't know. If I was Max, I would probably have been like, well, then let me hire you, and you can quit her, like quit her job, yeah. come live with me, and be my fucking companion. Instead of well, okay, just marry me. I know that's I technically like what marriage that's is. Looked down upon in that time, Chase. What? Having yeah, a companion? We're, we're not. It's a bohemian lifestyle, Chase. So you gotta fucking marry when you live together. Okay, well, I don't, I don't even know. think they had sex at all in that whole time. Probably not. But no, um, 
to, to put it to short uh, answer for for you, Chase, I notice in a lot of old movies that that is a weird trope that if it's a rich man, yeah, like a woman will meet him and be like kind of piggybacking off what Zach said. But it's like women back in the twenties to forties, especially like that's that's the that's the golden goose. Like marry a rich man and like you don't have to worry about work or, or anything. You don't have to worry about anything. And like I I think that young women back there were in, back then were a bit more somewhere impressionable like you could be like the rich guy in the in the suit and be like come marry me honey i'll take care of you and then you know what did what do they have to lose i also want to say that misogynistic world if you look at like the lexicon of movies i want to say this is probably one of the last ones where that is like a really common trope because like during world war ii is when like like women started working in the workforce like a lot of them because they had to because so many people have been drafted. Right, right. Like I, you can probably look at like Rebecca, and then maybe five years later you start looking at movies, and I guarantee that trope doesn't show up as much. Because I would say that uh, up until the '60s, things don't really start to change. But I don't know. Okay, I, I'm I haven't I haven't watched many like late '40s or '50s movies. If I'm being honest, so I don't I don't have much to. Go I'm just off thinking of. about kind of how uh, America was in general. Like mm-hmm. I just like, don't. The, there wasn't so much freedom and independence and movements away from the traditions that this country has held for so long until like the 60s and 70s. Which is That's crazy when you think yeah. about it because like, it's like that was 60 years ago. Wow. Are any of these people still alive? Probably not. I mean, maybe one or two. Um, maybe the younger uh, cast members. The general is definitely alive. Right? The general is, de- is still alive. Lawrence Olivier. Is, yeah. Lawrence Olivier is still alive, actually. Joan Fontaine died in 2013. I was looking up. Uh, her sister died like last year, and she was 104 years old. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, damn. Can you imagine? Yeah, I, I, I would bet you, unless there is a child scene in this movie, that everyone is dead. Oh, the kid mm-hmm. with the stick. This kid with yeah. the stick in the wheel is yeah. probably yeah, Chase, still your best friend. He, he's yeah. still playing with the stick yeah. in the wheel, and he's like, <laughs> I don't know what a video game is, Chase. <laughs> How would he know my name, Dave? Yeah, I kept, I kept, <laughs> he's actually your grandfather. He doesn't know what video games are, but he's a big podcast fan. Uh, yeah. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe that nobody had a cell phone in this movie. I kept looking for it, and I yeah. was just like, where yeah. is all of the... Where's I the kept thinking phones? that when she was like running up and down the stairs trying to get get uh, Max on the phone at the hotel. I was like, duh, cell phone. Cell phone. She was saying I, she, in the beginning, she's like, I'm going to be late for my train. Why not the private jet? I just didn't understand. I, yeah. I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was so. That scene is uh, talking about the uh, the quick to marry. But that scene when, when she goes upstairs and tells him goodbye is just. Creepy. It's so creepy. Well, I'm sad oh, to let hear me you just, go. I was going to marry you. I was going to marry you. Why are you leaving? Like, what? <laughs> what? Well, oh, stay right it's here, just, and I'll tell that girl that you're not going yeah, with her anymore. Uh, but I think it's 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 a such a re- uh, revealing scene for, of, of uh, the relationship that they have and the power structure where yeah, he's, like, absolutely. taking his time about it. He asks it no, like... Like, he even comments on it. He's like, oh, I bet you you didn't picture this is how I proposed or whatever. But he's like, it's such a power. Like, I'm a rich man. Power I'm just going to ask, like, you know, like, and kind of <laughs> tell her. 
Like here, here's your options. If you want to go back <laughs> to her me. estates, or you can marry me and come back to uh, my Andrew. mansion. Reminds me of uh, the uh, the don't look up scene where uh, Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence has to pay for the uh, the snacks at the White House, oh. and then for, for like periodically throughout the movie, she goes, "I just don't what? understand." She's like, "It was a power move. It was a power move." I think move. that's he one knew. of the best bits. Yes. Yeah, she's ever. like, "He knew." That's it, a really it funny had, She keeps bringing it up like nine <laughs> yeah, yeah. times in the movie. I'm like, like, "This it's is a great. power move." He, he had to. Yeah, like at, at, at points where you don't. Don't realize at the beginning of the conversation what she's talking, talking about. about. She's just like saying a sentence, and then she's like, I, "It just doesn't make sense to me why someone would he's charge a, for the snack." He's a four-star <laughs> general, star general. In, in, four the, star yeah, general. in the White House. Why did he charge me? <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. Um, I gotta speak about one of my favorite characters real quick, and it's oh god, it's Ben. <laughs> I the love crazy old Ben. Crazy eyed Ben. I don't want to go to the Institute. He, also, he didn't blink, also. He's scared. Yeah. I don't think, I really don't think he did. Uh, he did, he didn't uh, act? He, I don't think, I don't, I think they got a, I think they got a druggie off the streets and they were just like, <laughs> so some dude. <laughs> or some drunk. I don't know. I don't know what kind of drugs they had in 1940 besides like, I don't, I don't know. What did they have back then? He was that, definitely scary. They had a lot of alcohol. They had a lot. He's dude, probably I, just drunk I, all the on time. On that but. note, um, because we were talking about this last week, the the um, David Oselsnick was like very well known for like he would literally just take amphetamines all the time and never sleep. And he would like this is like uh, I watch like this. Uh, I have a DVD for this movie and I watch like a, the making of which obviously they didn't make like a making of back then. It's just like historians looking back on it now. Yeah. Um. And one of the people talking is Peter Bagnanovich, the uh, director that just sadly passed away. Yeah, but um, good director. He's ta- he talks about um, how and and they show it, or they you hear recorded interviews of Peter Bagnanovich and Alfred Hitchcock from the seventies. But I guess that uh, David Oselznick would just be like so like crack like cranked up all the time. He would just be running around making things. He would send like. A million memos a day and he just never stopped until he would literally just collapse and apparently it was like he would just fall down on the floor fall down on a chair and then he'd just <laughs> sleep and then wake up and do it all over again but i was reading this entire article about the amphetamine problem um in hollywood around that time and that was basically i don't think it was cocaine for judy garland it was they were giving her uppers. Basically, yes, I think that's what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. And it was just Keep really her. well. Her main her Keep main her. supplier was David. Was uh, uh, Selznick. We all know this. Probably was. Probably, probably that's, <laughs> that's probably what he was hey. like. Ben was like, I really want to get into my character, and he's like, David, do like, I have the thing for you? He's like, <laughs> meet, meet a let friend me of her. mine. I've been let helping me, her out for a few. Yeah. Years. Let me give you a dose of my medicine, and then Ben, <laughs> then Ben like that's became a, his character in the movie. He's like, uh, Rebecca. <laughs> oh, I didn't the, see anything. I've read the script ten times today. That's also why Judith Anderson never blinks. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's really it's wasn't uppers. it wasn't it wasn't method acting back then. It was like it was like it method was poisoning. Everyone was, was on method acting. Meth, yeah, everybody. Everybody was. Uh, everybody except the horses, apparently. Yeah, the horses. Well, the horses were on meth. And the, and the kids, the stick and circle thing. But yeah. just why so many bikes? There was nobody who's... The bikes were all laying down. That scene, man, I'm telling you. I don't you, even know what you're talking about. When they go... What? So when she passes out in the courtroom scene, she walks outside, yes. and you see two men on horses. 
And then you see a car drive by, and then the kid with the stick. Then they go to the car where their lunch is, and there's just, a f- like, I'm not joking, at least 15 bikes. Just in an alleyway with their just car like a, bike. A bike, a bike park. But it, uh, or, did, or, just, or a bike gang. I'm going to try to find is, a photo. Chase is angry because why would you ride a horse when you can ride a bike? But, like, horses Why would you ride a bike when you would ride a horse? horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Horses are, horses are way faster. They don't they have to go if, over you anything. You don't have to pedal. Yeah. yeah. I just I, horses suck. If you they, own they it, stink. Like, they they if, it, if, it, if it's legs horses, if it's legs break. I know you are. Dang, they're, they're, they're their so, mouths are so fucking big. They've learned. Dude, they've learned oh god, they they have so many muscles. It freaks me out. Like, do you remember when I forced legs? you to go film the horses at camp? Yeah, I didn't like that, Chase. It seriously sucked. I didn't like Zach, being around those Zach horses. Zach and Chase, we've learned something about Chase. Chase may share a fear of horses just as Zach does. No, I, I'm not, I I'm not afraid of horses. Of horses. Too. I they're love horses. Creatures. Guys, so although I used to ride horses. I used to yeah, do like I, horse shows and shit. I've, I've, I've ridden my fair show. I used La-dee-da. to date an equestrian. You've ridden horses too, Steve? Yeah, I, I I've, date, I've ridden I've dated horses. A, I don't, I what? Everyone's ridden horses? Like, it's just a normal thing to the do? The last time I rode a horse, uh, I yes. was 18, I, and I cried my eyes out the entire time because I was so scared. I dated Oh, a, my God. I wish I could have seen that. I dated Zach, an equestrian. 18. Stop it. There's, like, a little kid next to you, like, ah. Like, yeah. yeah. And I, no, actually, I was 19. Okay. I have the scene. I'm, I'm sharing my screen. Watch this. Uh, sorry. Also, we found Hitch- you don't get we, to see it. We found Hitchcock um, yeah, this morning. He's in the uh, scene right here. Okay. Right? No, no, no. It's a little later. Or okay. Is it the watch scene this. Where, he's, where he calls back? Yeah, when he calls. Uh, where Dammers. he's on the phone. So watch. Mm-hmm. They're at. They're at this car. There's the guy with the stick. Yeah, there's a stick boy. Bikes, it's, cars. Yeah, all riding bikes. Wait, 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 wait. Look at how many Fox. bikes there are. By the way. Horses. It's like six bikes. There's a motorcycle right there. And then yeah, there's like, is... watch, more bikes, more bikes. There's, there's like a fuck ton of bikes. <laughs> yeah, look how many kids are around. Yeah, Chase. There's the... Chase, this is a crowded Guys, city no, center. No, like, don't, don't. need to no, get around. No, 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 no. Why horses? And there's Why? a shit ton of bikes. I, and then there's like, it just makes no people, sense. These, dude, in cities, cops still ride on horses, Chase. Yeah. I don't know if you've been to a city recently. I don't think they do. Still, I, think, isn't, dude, I thought they, yes, they, they stopped they do, that. Dude, you don't know. <laughs> yes, they do. In Philly, they cops do. Dude, on horses. In Lancaster. In Lancaster City. Okay, I would, I would imagine. The place I go to has carriage stalls because there's so many fucking Amish around. I see the yeah. Amish thing, but I don't see in like major cities anymore. I thought they stopped doing that because no, dude, of before, it like, was like animal abuse. No, I think like all the riding majors, a horse is not like animal. Boston, New York, Philly, they all have horses. They all have horses. Yes, I. It, I think it's stupid DC, and it freaks me out. But like, I don't like I. I they can do it. It's practical for them. They can just be like, get you. Maybe up. I'm just crazy. I just think that it just. It, there's so many different types You're of transportation crazy. in these two, yeah. th- three fucking shots. I'm pretty sure that I it's saw just a like there as well. you did. Chase, they're showing off. They're like, look at all the tech we got. We got bikes, cars. We got, we got black bikes that are these, the exact these guys same are riding, model. Riding horses. There's an actual motorcycle in that scene. Yeah, um, and yeah. a scooter. Oh my so, god. Like, I love it. I'm, I'm staying yeah. out of it now. That's that's the best scene of the movie. Yeah. Chase, you brought Chase. this upon yourself. I you just showed I, the video. 
I did. I wanted yeah. to. Sh I wanted to prove I'm my point. I'm just more amazed by the fact that you're like, I don't get how time, <laughs> how time works. <laughs> I was surprised they that the phones weren't the like, uh, like you know, the phones where you got to take the little like the piece off the wall and hold it to your ear, then talk into the yeah, wall. Yeah. That's what I thought the phones were gonna be like. They still they have. Were. They still had phones like that back then, but they also had like rotaries. Well, they were also extremely rich, so they probably didn't have. Those types of phones. They have the broad, Isn't that brand what new he's ones. On in the phone booth, or no? No, I think it's just a phone. Or maybe no. No, no I think it was one of the yeah, like, phone booth. It has to be that was the that old. They did not have no, it. it's a it's the newest like the '80s where it's an actual dial-up yeah, like coin one. <laughs> yeah. Dial-up. Jesus Christ! Dial up. I'm so dumb. Chase, you're so young. No, I <sighs> want to say I I think another. I'm sorry that I feel like we got really sidetracked. No, it's fine. We're still talking about. We're what's still relevant talking about the movie. movie. We haven't gotten that sidetracked. Wheels. <laughs> the invention of the, the wheel. Can you believe it? Like, we mentioned this slightly, but I do like. I because I I told you, Steve, that like the movie really does have like a weird turnaround point at pretty much exactly the one hour mark where like. The first half of the movie is such a slow burn that I feel like the second half flies by in what feels like 10 minutes. Yeah, in a very, a, yeah. very satisfying way. The movie is like shrouded in mystery for an hour and then it's just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Here, here are the answers. And like, like I said, at mm -hmm. that point, I'm so in, I'm so invested in the characters in the story, mostly in the conclusion of uh, Mrs. DeWinter just because uh, she's my favorite character of the movie. Um, Ben's a close second. But... Um, I do care about. I, I do. I do care. I care about her, and I want a. I want a solid. Uh, I want a solid resolution sorry. for. Her. So uh, I. I, didn't I do. I do. Sorry. Let me finish real quick, Dave. I do. I do. Uh, I agree with Dave. Um, um, not that it didn't. Not that it made the movie worse, but um, yeah. I would like more of an, an inclusion of her character in the final act because I do feel like it deviates from her to like, kind of places Lawrence Olivier. At, at front and center again and you know it's like they mansplain the end of the they movie mansplain, and i mean like yeah. maybe it was a sign of the times but i just i did care more about mrs de winter than i did any other character and it's good like she gets the ending she wants but like he's still kind of a toxic prick like i mean you can argue he's not he's but it's spoiled like, I he's think. spoiled yeah but i mean like you know he has his random bits of rage where he freaks out on people Which, his rage <laughs> is not that rage. Like, i know but he's like he's he gets, just like Dang it, woman! Why would you go to the beach? Yeah, why did you go? Yeah. To, you, didn't, you went. And, and now no, he at, wouldn't scream. He would just be like, "Why would you go to the beach?" I like when huh? he's like trying to apologize when she's crying. He's like, "Look at that! I've made you cry." <laughs> yeah, and he's like hugging her, but it's like, dude. Yeah, he's like, like also. I feel like so robotic. Like, it's just he, like he doesn't know he how doesn't to console. function like a normal, yeah. like a non-incredibly rich person. But right. I feel like that also comes down to I feel like a lot of like emotional outbursts he has are so like bent up the bud because yeah. of Rebecca because she was such a cunt that right. he probably was a bit Easy, more like Zach. open <laughs> about Jesus. things she won't, you didn't even know her Zach she was dead I, before you knew her I explained I was explaining I, this movie to my roommate last night and I was like what if like oh you met a dude whose wife died and everyone loved her but she was just a cunt and that's that's the movie that's the entire movie is like, I will oh, also oh she was say, a bitch that the only perspective we get that through, though, Zach, is his. Yeah, and he's the everyone killer. Else, so everyone else loves her. The most incredible person to ever walk. But the way he explains Max is the I only think... person. Yeah, but it's it's more of like maybe she just sucked with him because yeah. at some point 
she was like, wow, this marriage sucks. You're like a non-existent human being, and I'm the coolest person on earth. Why am I with you? Every single person likes me besides you. <laughs> but, uh, but like what he said. I'm like, fucking my cousin is how much. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What was yes. that about? What was that? About Rebecca. Okay, I no, think wait, it's not her cousin is what a, yeah. is what the explanation. But like when he first starts talking about her, like he's like the first night on our wedding night. She told me things about herself. I will never repeat. She told me things she had done. No one else can ever know. So like she I probably feel like, was like I had sex with a girl one time and he's that's like all, okay. what and then or yeah. I don't know I believe <laughs> like the devil lives in you or, or she could be like I, I smoked a joint once she was like straight at, up at probably Mandolin. a horrible manipulative person and I, like only took it only was able to show it to one person because her husband yes and maybe it, it, I don't know so I kind of like that that or maybe i'm completely wrong but i like that there could be two readings of it is that like she i think that's a perfect explanation is that she was an actual terrible person and her only outlet to reveal herself was max and she's like mm -hmm. you're just a cuck and you won't do anything about it <laughs> and or max was just like so like blind by his own like uh, like he was just sniffing his own fats and he was like i must be so great that for anyone to treat me this way, they have to be the devil incarnate. Mm -hmm. Dave just went full Boston there. Did yeah, you hear I know. That? Yeah, Dave went yeah, you full, did. full you, Boston. You got a little Bostonian. Marky right Mark there. in there, <laughs> smelling his own farts. His, fat, his fats. His fats. <laughs> Can you not he say likes farts? Smell his own fats. Max, how's your mother? <laughs> um, again, I felt like uh, to, to to go to the. I really liked this ending. That's why I keep going to it. But uh, <clears throat> it's funny that halfway through the movie. Um, we had this joke at my, my old workplace where like when something would go wrong, we're like, burn it, burn it to the ground. And, uh, I was like halfway through this movie. I was like, they should just burn this building. To the, like they should just burn mandolin to the ground. And I was, so I don't know why that was so satisfying to me when I saw her with the candle. I was like, she's going to burn it, burn it, burn it to the ground. Like I was, I was happy. It was right a, down, also a disagree scene. The wound. The Which I will say, I feel like there was a shot missing there. And it was, Maybe. I know that was the suspense of, is she still in the house while it's oh, fire yes, and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like it, without it, it kind of just seems like Danvers just went up to her and was like, I'm going to burn this place. You should probably get out. <laughs> you should probably, you should probably yeah. get out. Well, yeah, because she was, I, I, she, like, was she literally just goes in, yeah. sees her sleeping. She's so sleeping. To burn this bitch down. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is jarring. When maybe go sudden, walk the dog. Like Mrs. De Winter just shows up. Oh God! From, like, did Jasper the live? Left of the screen. She yeah, just, like, Jasper we see Jasper. Yeah, Jasper. Yeah, oh my God! Okay, at the end. okay, good God! I I, I forgot it's for a, a second. It, it's not your movie, Steve. I was worried. I think okay. So that seems to be like if there's any complaint, it's kind of around the closure of her and i think that's a result of uh in the book she was with max the entire time like she's riding back in the car with him uh, when he says i have a bad feeling to her and it's about the house i guess and not her um but also did you guys because i didn't think about this till the end and i was like huh i forgot this movie it doesn't I, I don't think media res is like the quite terminology for this but it it starts at the end and this is a is a you see that Mander, Manderly Manderlin uh, Manderlin Manderlin is oh, it's, it's not Lee I think it's Manderlin. I think it is it is Lee it is um, Lee is burned down whoa whoa it's, whoa 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 no it's Manderlin no it's Manderly it's Mandarin. I will, well, I will, I will put, mandolin, which I, is will, an instrument. I will, I will a hundred percent put money on this if I have to. 
Sorry, uh, in case you've never want to bet against Bernstein, me. Bernstein Bears. Yeah, Zach, I don't want to hear hear that because uh, you thought it was uh, Rod Rod Serling or Rod Sterling for the longest time. He also thought it, it, it was Rod not what it was. Was it Scorpion? He thought it was. Uh, Scorpio. 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 He kept saying Scorpio. I'm like, what does a zodiac sign have to do with this person? Is that a sign? Is that a sign? Chase, you owe me five dollars. It's Manderly. Oh, first of all, I never said how much I would put on. So fuck you. you. Bet you've never won a bet against me. You also never shook through the Zoom. I never saw a handshake. (laughs) Yeah, Zach. Um. So um, anyway, never wrong. (laughs) Roy. Roy, (laughs) Anyway, Roy Schneider. Hop on the me and Chase argument. Until one of us is winning, and then you. I started on. this argument. Yeah. I was like, it's because I heard Steve say Mandarin, and I Sorry. was like, Nah, I've read the no, word Steve said Mandarin like eighteen times yesterday, so Ma- I know man- what it Mandolin. is. I feel like I'm going crazy. I it's thought a, that's what they said. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay, Chase. I'm, I'm Googling Chase. Chase in 19 Industries. In, in 1940, they only had a wheel and a stick. That's it. And, it, it, and then uh, and then it eventually became the hula hoop and people just went crazy. Do you guys I don't know if you felt this way at all, but I was watching this movie and I was like, God damn it. I feel like I'm getting like so much Citizen Kane vibes from this. And yes. then I read the IMDB trivia and of course it doesn't source it at all, so I couldn't actually read if this was a thing, but there was a trivia that said this movie was highly influential on Citizen Kane, which came out a year later. And I'm just like, I wish I could actually read about this because it's, I think it almost takes away from the brilliance of Citizen Kane watching this movie. I'm like, wow, this, this right. movie looks gorgeous. You- it's a, there's super similar themes about like, you know, a rich and powerful man who's like marriage sucks. And I mean, he's the adulterer in the movie instead of Rebecca. Um, <laughs> but um, man. like it, the mansion, like the whole like starting at the end sort of thing, like looking at the building, like Manderley and uh, Mandalay uh, Bay. It's Mandalay Bay. Dave. Go ahead. Mandalay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I was joking. No, no. Like it's Mandalay Bay. Mandalay. Like, okay. Mandalay. I was joking. Okay. I was joking. No, it's Man. It's Mandalay. You're Steven good. You're good. I'll just be a dick. I was. I was saying Mandalay Bay, like the uh, the casino <laughs> in Vegas. But go um. Ahead. Um. Well, I was going to say, dare I say, um, this be a controversial statement. Also, I, sorry, just the ahead. fire at the end the, surrounding the R is just like the rosebuds. Yeah, it's just like it's yeah, it's very much. Yes. It's, it, beat-wise also, I feel like it, it a lot matches up with Citizen Kane. Which, yeah. like, dare I say, does this uh, – I, I know this is a fact for me. I enjoy – this movie more than Citizen Kane. Like I, could I watch enjoy this. a lot of movies more than. Uh, I could watch I this. Don't. Movie. I, I don't. I could I, watch this movie again before I, I think, watch. Citi- I've seen Citizen Kane. Like here's the thing. I enough, think Citizen I think. Kane. It's definitely like it's a slower drag. However, I think the plot points of Citizen Kane are way more somewhat enjoyable. Like it's this a much movie? larger movie. Yes, it is. It is. I, I just, I just, uh, I don't know. This um, is like an intimate movie. I like I this movie, I but I think Citizen Kane still Kane. has yeah. a little bit more of a punch because it's still a mystery, and it we won't know until like the last shot. Where also, in this one, we know Citizens, within an hour and forty minutes. Citizen also, Kane almost feels like an epic. I'd say, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's so it large, so much happens. While like Rebecca yeah. is like Dave said, way more of an intimate story. And I think it does almost the same thing Citizen Kane does, but in like a much more like 
small way and i, I enjoy that a lot like funny citizen kane we're watching like 40 or 50 years of a person's life in this movie we're watching like a month of someone's life kind of like yeah i just and, I don't know, uh, like, this movie was um I also saw Citizen Kane once, was like, okay, Citizen Kane, big whoop. Um, and then for some reason, I never watched it again until last year when Mank came out. And I just felt like that movie hit me so much harder watching it again. And I was like, nah, I kind of see the brilliance. Like, it's not only the look and feel of the movie, but it's the editing and the use of time and everything that was kind of revolutionary. Time, time is cool. The dinner scene in Citizen Kane is my favorite scene of that movie when they're just changing clothes with every cut. Okay, uh, yeah. I have a question. And the table gets larger and larger. <laughs> and larger. I, I, told, I asked Steve this last night. Would you live in a mansion as big as Manderley? No, is my, is my answer. No. I'm not Am doing like the... Yes. You might have like, wait, like have servants, servants like and a, stuff. Would you do it? Do it. Like, what time period is it? Yeah, there's so much. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, why, I, why does that matter? I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. At what time period is it? Why does it matter what time 19, period? Nineteen. You have to give right, me a time period. Zach, it's 1940, um, before meth was... Uh, um, was... Yeah, uh, to a drug. Yeah, so just, 1940, oh, then, yes. 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 I'd much I rather live so in... so many drugs, live in a mansion, and yes. like eat disgusting things all the time and probably die. It'd be really great. I could fire way out of war. I have yeah, a weird... Yeah. Uh, 1940 probably sucked. So to live in <laughs> 1940 mansion or living in like on the streets where you can't afford a bike, a horse, a scooter, or a car <laughs> would blow. Yeah, I 100% would live in Manderley. I wouldn't uh, if it was today, I suppose. Why not? Why not? I'm a. Uh, I don't need Chris. Stanley Kubrick gave me a, a fear of open spaces in The Shining. Um, when they're like that mansion's way too big. It's a mansion. It's way too big though. I don't know. Like you're one person. Yeah. And you have like servants. Even if you're not like. I guess if I was married. Okay. And I had what if a you family, have no servants? It's just, it's just you me? and a huge. Uh, hell Dude, no. Hell no. Like, Who would be people. terrified hell to be no. like? I'm not going in that room. That. Not going in that room. I nah, keep all the I, doors if, closed. <laughs> If I had the castle, I, w I would go full bore. I want someone for every room. I want a man to tell me when the fireplaces are lit, when, and, and where. You can't be in the library <laughs> in the morning. You have to be in this you, letter opening room if you want the fire. Like, if, you left, if you left me alone I, in a mansion that big, I'd, it'd be like Beauty and the Beast, and I'd start talking to like the candlesticks. And I would just be like this. <laughs> yeah, but they talk back. This, 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 yeah. I, I, they would be in probably my brain if I was alone in a mansion for a while. Well, start would you, would you then put an old man in prison? Yes, he does. He your, acknowledges your house, okay. What if what if you live such. there today, but Ben's there with you? Ben, okay. Ben would keep things interesting. I'm sure he'd tell me a lot of crazy <laughs> stories. I'd have to decipher whether or not they're See, true. Okay, what about this? So you're in the mansion, Steve. Ben takes care of the lawn. <laughs> That's a lot uh, of lawn you, for Ben, but I'm sure yeah. he's on. You have on one guy who like, take care of it. One guy who makes sure you have like TP. And like, there's candles and fireplaces. I also thought it was weird. Hold on, sidetrack. That when she finds Ben in the in the in the in the, the cottage by the sea, that she just walks in the in the house. Yeah, past without okay. him. I, I was, was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? I I didn't realize that's part of Max's property. Yes, it, first, it, it, it is. Like, but you're just also, walking into this guy's house, but, but then I mean, you realize title <laughs> to walk wherever right. she wants. And she does. Property. And she does say, "Aren't you supposed to be with the staff?" And I'm like, yeah. so. Well, I so think she no. realizes, I think if anything, she's but, like, "I don't know who you are." But I, she says, she does say, "Aren't you supposed to be with the staff?" 
But I, like, I think she. I think she's the staff. <laughs> <laughs> I work here. <laughs> yes, like, Rebecca's coming back, isn't she? She's not. But um, back. but I just think it's it's crazy that this wide-eyed man answers the door and she just walks. Past, even after what the well, acknowledgement. She walks in and grabs a rope, rope, but at the same time, if I was like, let's say I'm Ben, right? Even though I'm high as balls or fucking tweaking whatever the fuck I'm doing. He just hasn't man. Poor guy. I would be like, okay, you're coming into this area that I'm technically sleeping in. He hasn't slept since Rebecca left. <laughs> <laughs> a year. He's been awake for a year. Oh, year. year. But, like, right. I wouldn't let anyone take anything without knowing who the fuck they are. Because clearly Ben doesn't know who she is. I think he was probably there when she walked into the house. I, he probably mm. saw them. No. He, he might have been. watching from one of the windows. Yeah, because he like, was doing that before. You his frame on something. Remember I, in the, you see Ben's face remember in one of the windows. Yeah, they talked. They to, Also, um, they spoke about that. Um, our, main, our main guy... Uh, Maximus Maximilian Maximilian It's actually um, Maxilin 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 What from is the, his first What is his full name ah, George George Seven first names Yeah it's like George oh, something something George Washington the third Maxim uh, Maxim de Winter Oh wait Well no. that's not <laughs> that. <laughs> yes, We do that much We do that much uh, But anyway uh, uh, He spoke about how uh, In the past that uh, Ben had been A bit of a snooper and that uh, he had caught him in the, in the window before. George Fortescue Maximilian De Winter. Yes. So, um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, Chase, if he if he maybe like peeped in uh, when she when she entered the uh, premises. Why go by Maxim, and instead of just Max? Is that a forty? I mean, Maxim. Thing? Maxim like, that just sounds like a dumb. Max is also short for name for Maximilian, and so that's a. Uh, yeah, think but that can, Maxim. Maxim? I've never heard Maybe they anyone just, they just call cut themselves. out the million there. Maxim, Maxim. I don't know. It's I think like Maxim con- sounds, dude. If sounds you're like a condom million, to me. I'm gonna think you're a fucking loser. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. Maximilian is a you know dumb what? name. I'm gonna name my is kids. It, are Maxim. all Maxes Maximilian? Yeah, Maximilian is no what Maxwell. Is- what? What? No way. No, <laughs> yeah. anyway, you think my friend Max is named Maxwell over I, Maximilian? I'm not gonna lie. I've always thought. They're all named Maxwell. No. I didn't know Maximilian. No. Maximilian is Max. like the more like common. I think you have a blind spot though. for what the truth of Maxes are. All right. Well, Zach, what I is, now think they all have stupid fucking names. What's what's because uh, What's, hey, I wish watch, I was currently your, talking to a Max. Watch your fucking mouth. My cat is named Max. Yes, that's that. You, that's why Max, I keep calling his, him Maximilian. Is, yeah. Maximilian. Is his name Maximilian? Yes. Yes. Your cat has a stupid fucking name. Well, fuck you. You know what else? He has <laughs> yeah. eight. He has eight toes. Well, you know what else, Zach? Zach cool. is supposed to be spelled Z A C K. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. I've right, never heard of a Zacharias Malachias. Yeah. Poland is a country, so uh, yeah, leave it at that. Yeah. You're named. You're named Zach Poland. You're named after Zatch Poland. <laughs> Zatch Poland. Sorry, Zach. Zatch Zelki Poland. If it'd be you like, don't mind, it'd be like please. somebody spelling my name with a PH. What is that? Steve. Steve. Stefan. Stefan. Well, that's Stefan. No, Stephen yeah, is spelled with a PH. Spelled Stephen with a Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King with a PH. That's stupid. stupid. I know. Stupid I Stephen. agree. Yeah, I agree. he doesn't know. It's, I agree. Like, it's not an insult. Some people have stupid fucking names. Ah, oh, God. I'm trying to think of other things. I, for some reason, like almost half of my movie notes are just what all right so the scene on on the dvd was called the in-laws what were those people 
That wasn't Max's parents, were they? Max's the people that came, the guy that was being a jerk. That was his sister. Yeah. That was his sister. sister. Okay, yes. That's yeah. a, it's, so they're in laws, I guess. Is his brother, yeah, yeah. Brother in law, and she too is kind uh, of a. a I don't. I don't like his sister they, very well, much. Well, here's the thing. They, they all suck. said. They all yeah, said they all, like they, they were going. She was going to be very just open and plain. I thought she was not. She was a little rude, but she wasn't as bad as everyone said she was going to be. I don't know. She's just she's just condescending. Yes, like but she, she wasn't. She speaks down to uh, Miss the new she Mrs. De Winter. Rich, yeah, yeah, yeah she's like classic yeah. rich. And it's like when they're commenting on her clothes and like, oh yeah, see, it was almost like, oh, you'll just wear anything, won't you, dear? Yeah. And it's like it's just very like, like little. She's being polite, but she's also <laughs> being snarky and a little a uh, little condescending. But yeah, um, I just didn't. I didn't like. There's a lot of characters that I I, I, I feel like there's only like two good people in this. Yeah, movie. like I care about the characters. I'm not saying that in a negative way, but a lot of these characters are not likable. Like a lot of them, including Rebecca. I don't I don't like Rebecca. I don't like her. Who's Rebecca? Um, I'd have to meet her for myself. I'd have to meet. I know. I don't like to pass judgment before meeting somebody. Rebecca, but um, Rebecca, I hardly uh, knew. It's funny. It's funny <laughs> I was that say I say that. It's funny <laughs> that. Uh, for some reason, and uh, Dave's Dave's uh, review on Letterbox kind of threw me off too. But like, before the only thing <laughs> Becky I had with heard, the good haunt. Yes, uh, <laughs> before seeing this movie, for some reason, somewhere along the line, I thought it was a movie about a haunting. A haunting. And I yes. don't. And I don't know why or where I got that from. But like, I was watching this movie, and it clicked. Like. Oh, like about halfway through, or not halfway through, probably like forty-five minutes. It didn't take me that long, but uh, I was like, "This is not. A, it's a figurative haunting." Um, but it's like <laughs> she's haunted by the. Le- I talked to Zach about this too. She's haunted by the legacy of Rebecca. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Dave's Dave's review did not help. But I, I yeah, I don't know where that idea came. From, <laughs> I just I like imagine Steve sitting that. there being like, "Where's the ghost?" Yeah. Like I'm glad Dave, Dave, Becky with the good haunt show up. Yeah, what, what if what if what if what if she, Mrs. DeWinter went to the kitchen, opened up the fridge, and then the grandmother from house just popped <laughs> yeah. out, and yeah, then yeah. Kung Fu came and like jumped out of her pants again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. Oh my it's God. like it's the visit. Like the grandma <laughs> like climbs out of the oven wish- at one point. I think every every movie is lacking kung fu, not yes. the, the form of fighting. But no, the, but the, the, the character, character from kung fu. House. Yeah. kung fu. Yeah, she's great. It, it, she should she's just great. be flying, like scissor kicking through every scene we see. She's, she's the best character in that movie. She's awesome. Um, Wait, in which movie? The house. In the house. Have you house. seen? Oh, I, you gotta see. Oh house. yes, yes. God. You gotta see kung it. Fu. Fu. I did. I watched it. I thought you guys were talking about House, the show, at first. But I was like. <laughs> You know what's confusing, Zach? Is I, like, is what, I always think of it. Like, I always when think does of the Doctor ne- House talk about kung fu. This always makes me. Whenever you guys say House, it keeps forget. Like, because I grew up watching the eighties, the eighties yeah. House movie about this guy who's a, a, a Vietnam War veteran, and he, his aunt kills herself and then wills her wills him her house, and it, he, it's a haunted house. The house is alive, but it's like that's the you only know house I've ever known, and so it was, it's always confusing to me. Yeah. You know what I'm just reading in my notes? I'm like, this is another perfect example of Zach, Zach and I being like, stuff like that existed in the 40s. But when when he's like, uh, when they're at that dinner with the in-laws and uh, she says that she draws or paints and he's like, you don't do like, what do you paint? You don't paint like a lampshade upside down to represent a soul in torment, do you? 
and it's just like to me that is surprising that they were already like painting art oh. like this is fucking stupid there's nothing deep about this or, like, right. yes no I, that, that also that strikes me in the same way i'm like oh my god you like had seen enough art to know yes like, yeah. well guys i mean like when do you think the why. renaissance like was, was. <laughs> like <laughs> jesus we had we had the renaissance artists well, before dude i feel <laughs> that way when we were talking about the wizard of oz and like like you said it even Steve I, I know think that. you said something about there being not that many movies and I'm like in 1939 there was a shit ton of movies already like that's it's why true. critics were already for the wizard of oz being like nah <laughs> like it's because they had seen so much at that point still yeah that's true oh that's true that's fair um but i uh let's see what did who was the uh what was the freaking line? Sorry, continue. I'm looking for a Did line. Did anyone that I really wish liked. that they you saw Spider Man slipped into the the scene where she's sketching out her outfit? Yes, yes. I was hoping for that. No, um, uh, there is just a, Sam Raimi's score just starts going, and you're like, what? Um, who was his like financier? Frank. Frank. I think he might have been the only other like non shitty character. But he still slept with Rebecca. Did he? Yeah. Okay, yes. He, says, they say he said that. Yeah. poor Frank. Even got, <laughs> yes, he even got poor loyal Frank or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I, I think the... Uh, Which the, that's kind of shitty. It's... Cool guy. <laughs> no, I think we all would have slept with Rebecca had she been around. Do you think, Probably. Do you think Frank just was like, hey, just letting you know, fucked your wife. Uh He's let's like, my let's, wife. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do some taxes. He's like, you don't have to pay me this month. <laughs> she paid me already. Uh, oh, okay, this is this was the line I was looking for. Very telling of um, the movie. Um, very. Uh, it's when they were sitting, Mrs. Mrs. De Winter, not yet Mrs. De Winter, and Maxim are at the. Uh, it's like their first, I guess, brunch together, and uh, Mrs. De Winter talking about her father that was a painter said. He had a theory that if you should find one perfect thing or place or person, you should stick to it. You th do you think that's very silly? And then very telling of Mr. Maxim De Winter's uh, character is he says, no, I'm a firm believer in that myself. And that just sets up like what Rebecca was to him, was the perfect, well, at least what we think Rebecca was to her. You, you think he loves Rebecca, Steve? Yeah. At, that, at, that, at that point, yes, <laughs> but not a, yes. but later on, no. But uh, that, that line stuck out to me like by the end of the movie, and I was like, I, I just had to look it up to remember it. But I remember at the end of the movie, I was like, wow, that perfectly and, like, encapsulates like what this movie is about. Um, do you uh, think, do you th this is really bad to say. But if you really think about it, it kind of makes sense. Do you think the night that they get married, you know, the four days after, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rebecca came to him and was like, look, I'm going to make you a lot of money. So you're going to set you're going to make me a little cabin on the beach and I'm going to have people over and they're going to pay me. One of them's my cousin. And then they're going to be like, and then occasionally we'll throw big costume parties where I'll solicit more people to take to the beach. Masquerade. To pay more. That's another thing. I was surprised they had costume parties in the 40s. Masquerade well, balls? Would, they had those in like yeah. the early <laughs> I, 1900s. They did it in I, like. I wasn't, but I was surprised to see like a like a Fred Flint, or not. It's not a Fred. It's like a, you know, an Strong amazing man. weightlifter guy. But when I first saw that, I, I was like expecting more of like Eyes Wide Shut costumes, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like yeah. masquerade balls exist, obviously, but like. And, I also thought when the guy first walked in with his, like, coat, I was like, is his costume, like, boxers and socks? Because, like, you can oh, yeah. just see his, like, bare legs with, like, socks. 
Yes, yeah, it was. Um, that was. I th- I thought the same thing actually, Dave. It's funny you said that, but as soon as he walked in, I was like, "Is he wearing a Fred Flintstone uh, costume?" But that was my first. <laughs> but, the then like, but then I was like, "But then I was like, oh, it's head. just like yeah. it's like a, it's a strong man um, outfit." Yes. Um. So uh, yeah, I guess we should start to. Um. Uh, so if well, we're gonna rate it, yeah, my like, my we're my... doing the classic bracket, right? Or, or the classic uh, scale. Well, um, we're, yeah. So like we did the first one. Before we All do right. that, can we actually get some like Come I up know with some yes, things? yes, because I that was the one thing I was having trouble with just thinking of a rating today, being like I don't know what to really rate it off of except like so if it has to fit one of the brackets, even though most of them all already fit this bracket. Is it has to be at least twenty seven years old, which we already we know already that, did that yeah. um, so that yeah, doesn't need to be a part of it. It's weird with this movie. I keep I keep I kind of talk to Dave and you about. I well, didn't don't talk to rate Zach. it yet. I won't. I won't. Uh, I'm just doing a precursor, but uh, I didn't talk to Zach about this. But it is weird to rate this movie on a classic scale because it's like when you your layman's don't you run up to a man on that we use this i love this i'm gonna use this for the rest of the month you run up to a man on the street and you shake him and you're like give me the most classic hitchcock movie he's not gonna say rebecca like like and it's it's um so it's hard to rate this because of no fault of the movie's own but i think that like when i think of hitchcock the first five that come to mind are like psycho birds rear window like north by northwest like rope uh i just don't really think about Rebecca um so this movie is hard to rate but it, it's it obviously had a heavy influence on Citizen Kane on it obviously established I think Hitchcock in America at least I'm sure you know people knew about his movies because I, I, a, I, th- I think it gave him his free ride yeah he gave him his uh, blank check in America if you will Dave his gave blank him his, check yeah gave him his blank <laughs> check but yeah I um so as far as its importance in cinema it is definitely important and it definitely uh was influential but it's just it's hard to rate it because it's like on a classic scale it's hard i think staying power is kind of the thing we're tiptoeing around is like did it it stick around yeah did it stand in in in, and it's hard it's tough for me to say like because i know in like film circles that this movie did have staying power yeah but is that but it left the lexicon it really did leave that like the overall populace of like people knowing about it we found this free on youtube i've never seen this i I mean and i could have missed it but i've never seen this movie streaming on a major platform and i think Um, that's like it's not streaming on any platform right now yeah exactly yeah yeah it's nowhere yeah so it's Um, again like that just goes to prove it it's also kind of weird and this is kind of tying into what you just said about like if you went up to the street and shook a man and said give me your favorite hitchcock (laughs) it's definitely this is a like an oscar winning movie like it won best Mm, picture and it's something that i feel like a lot of people yeah it's a forgotten winner in a way Uh, so I, I think that uh, that should be in consideration of what makes a movie I, a classic. I, I do, too. But I don't think the, the Green Book will ever be a classic by any answer, so like maybe yes. not. You know? yeah, there's, there's Oscar um, winners that I'm like... I, I will uh, bring up from uh, last week's thread the four things that I was looking at. that IMDb, um, top 250, AFI's top 100, and... Um, uh, a thousand and one movies to watch, movies before, to you watch die. before you movies die. Movies to watch before you die, and I, uh, Letterbox's top two hundred and fifty. 
This is number 231 on IMDb's uh, top, top 250. 250. Yep. Okay. It is not on Letterboxd. It is, however, in the good book. Okay. Um, okay. It, and uh, Hitchcock, by the way, has 16 movies in here. Oh, wow. shit. They've counted. Right. And this is that a is, record? This is the third movie. Yeah, I believe he holds the, the mantle. Um, and it's it, uh, probably by a long shot. Uh, uh, Kurosawa might have a close amount in there. How many Kubrick um, have? Kubrick have like seven or something? Kubrick probably has just as much as you would imagine. Like the ones that you would think would be in here are in here. But his filmography is not well? that big. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say I feel like Miyazaki might be up there. Um, as well. Scorchises has a bunch. Uh, what about Spielberg? I'm sure has Spiel- a bunch. Yeah. Spielberg. What about um, Lansky? It's not Ugh. on the AFI top 100 because Polanski. they have so many Hitchcocks on there. It's like they couldn't afford it. Uh, yeah. Well, like I said, but it's... yeah, I I honestly think the IMDb one is the most impressive though because well, I this is IMDb like Nolan worshiping like you know film bros for the most part. I mean, I'm not downing on that list i love that list uh but it's like it's telling that a lot of the top movies are like you know like nolan movies and or, stuff or you like, have like i don't know there's they're big tarantino heads too you got yeah a lot yeah, of yeah. tarantino spielberg nolan like uh, uh Scorsese Kub- has kubrick, a ton on we, we did the count uh, kubrick. It, it's yeah, kubrick, kubrick has a ton on kubrick is well. tied with nolan in the imdb two, top 250 for top right yes for, uh, they both have hitchcock seven. might be close to that but i don't know i think he has um, remember we counted one night i think hitchcock has like six kubrick and uh nolan have seven tarantino i think has five scorsese has five Spielberg yeah. is the famous snub. We know that already. Yes. We're going to talk about that later. But, um, yeah, I like – I like uh, Dave, you were the first one to tell me that you went straight down the list and you got pretty far, but that's something I want to yeah. do this year. I think I made it to, like, 70 or 80 or something, and yeah. now it's probably changed since then. Yeah. But you've also probably seen a lot between oh, yeah, 81 yeah, yeah. and 250 or whatever. But, um, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. This is, this is a – so who wants to start? Who want, I can start if you want. I can tell you what mine is. Um, yeah. I give it – it reflects the same as my letterbox score, which I haven't posted yet. But uh, it's – and Zach, don't, don't get upset. It's a four and a half for me. And uh, the only reason why is because um, for me, it's just like it, it got lost no fault of its own in the lexicon. Like it's, it's just yeah. – it's, it's, that's the only reason. And it's like – this movie should be. I still think it's a classic. If somebody asks me, "Do you think Rebecca's a classic?" I'm going to say yes. Like, yes, that's a classic movie. Like, watch that movie. But I think that rated on the classic scale and by the criteria we've been uh, um, grading it on, I have to give it four and a half just because it just isn't in everybody's mind as a classic movie. Um, but it's an outstanding movie, great movie. I, I consider it a classic. But rating it on that scale, I got to give it a four and a half. I. I'm going to do something similar, but I think I'm going to be a little more harsh about it. Okay. I think you're right. It hits a lot of the boxes, but because of its lostness and it's like less popularity, like a lot of people haven't seen it. Don't give me that face. I know what you're trying. You understand what I'm saying, right? Not you, Dave. Uh, Dave. Oh, fuck that. Dave's just very Zach just looks angry when I said that. Well, no, I, I just I find it to be a confusing argument if I'm being honest. I'm gonna, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not giving it a five. But no, no, I, no, I no. It doesn't like give five I, stars. I'm I don't give it, five stars. I'm giving it a four. I okay. don't. I think the half star. I feel like because it's. I, I mean, let's look at it just in this room. 
three out of the four of us have not seen this movie ever. We've all been to film school. And, and we all went to film it. school. I mean, I'm not saying this isn't a Man, classic, which I agree. Yeah, we all yeah, yeah, yes, we all that is true. It. I just think I'll, that I'll, definitely out of like, if you, like Steve said with his analogy, if you went up to someone and said, give me the top three best Hitchcock, top it five. won't even and hit the top t- three that's, in most people's minds. It's not. Like, I mean, that that's a fact. But why, You're, why people are going to say from its score, though. That's I, what that's I what think. I'm saying. Well, no, no, no. It's not why. my wait, my wait, score see, for the we, movie we, is we a four and a half. But because okay. it's a yes. classic, that's what we didn't explain this. Yes. exactly. No, I, 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 I thought I thought yeah, I just did. I thought I just we're did. We're going back to our old our old style of we're grading this movie not on what we would personally give it in terms of a movie in terms of a classic movie. Oh, like that's as the classic. Exactly. Yeah. Did you not listen to anything I said when I was like, I was saying, I was like, we're, we're I don't think this you made on it the... like abundantly clear. Well, he did no, say just, it doesn't reflect my, this doesn't reflect what my actual rating is of the real movie. He did say that. But yeah, so it, I said on the class, basing it on classic criteria and like, I don't know, I thought I made it clear. Maybe I think the movie, not. I love the movie. Hands down, I gave this movie a four and a half. However, on grading it on a classic scale, I give it a four. I'd, just, I'd put it. I'd probably put it in the same boat as Chase. Then if we're doing I, it on I, like that scale. Okay. I'd say a four. Okay, good. Because I I didn't want to upset you, Zach, <laughs> but I'm the same exact. I gave it a four and a half on Letterbox, but if we're grading it on the classic scur- uh, curve, scurvies, um, <laughs> what did I? Sorry, I'll try to remember this another time. But uh, <laughs> no, you guys could just. Uh, what did I say as Tony Stark that one time when we were recording Spider Man? You guys all repeated it, but I said something wrong for Tony Stark, and you were like Tony Stane or whatever. Oh, Tony Stane. <laughs> Tony Stane. Tony Stane. No, no I didn't said... say Stank because it was that's from the movie. I think you said Stork. Tony Stork. Stork. <laughs> Tony Stork. All right. Um, but grading curve or classic curve wise, I want to give it a four, but then I'm also like. I don't know. Like, is are we not looking at, at how certain, influential movie? Yeah. Like, info. Like, whether or not this isn't properly in the zeitgeist. But I'm like, maybe that's what gives it its four stars in the first place. Is how influential this movie might have been, whether we know it or not. You know, like, and it gave me a five star movie, one of my favorite movies of all times, Phantom Thread, which would not exist without this movie. Um. And maybe Citizen Kane wouldn't be as good without it. Like, so I I don't know. It's hard. Four. I'm giving it a four. Solid. Okay. Solid. So we got a four and a half. Four and and a half in real life. And three. Yeah, I'm in the same four and a half in real life and a four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Y'all, unless we watch Mad Max Fury Road, you guys ain't getting a five star out of me ever. No, there was another one. Talk radio is a five star for me as well. Oh my god. Yeah, I have like I think I have five. And like th- two of them are me. Nice, he's gonna tell when us was so. when was the last time you watched Happy Feet? Is that a five star or or no. Disney's Penguins? Ha- happy Happy Feet you- two star. <laughs> I fucking hate Happy Feet. George Miller does not fail, and Happy Feet one and two are yeah. fantastic movies. I don't like them. Yes, they. Fr- I don't like the animation Happy style. Feet's, wait, what did I give Happy Feet? I think I straight up liked that movie, and then the yeah, second you did. one, I was like, well, no, thank you, but uh. <laughs> But I do think that I enjoyed Happy Feet, and that's because I was high, not high, but I was high off of Babe Pig in the City, 
And I was just like, oh God, God damn it, George Miller's a madman. He's done it again. Babe <laughs> <laughs> 2, Big in the City, is wild. Yeah, that, movie that movie is crazy. That movie very that movie slaps. Watch yeah, that I gave movie happy feet it's three weird. stars. Three stars? I enjoyed it. Oh, my God. Uh, do you guys want to... Make out some happy feet. Do you guys want to do just a quick, like, what we've been watching or random before we go? Or Random. Just random. a quick one. Sure. Okay. Sure, yeah. I don't have any random. I I I have a random. I told Chase about last night, or I texted him. I've I've recently finished watching uh, Joe Para talks with you, which is an Adult Swim show that I've randomly caught a few times on really late at night, and I just realized it was on HBO Max, so I watched the whole thing. Fantastic it show! It's so fucking good. I love it so much. It's so nice it to fall asleep to, or like just kind of chill out. It's like, have you ever seen it? No, is it? <laughs> no, you have seen a clip of it. Ricky showed it to us. Is it um, Eric Andre? Oh, that. Oh yes, the, the, that the yes. song. Yeah, the Baba O'Reilly bit. I do like. I was just like really, really obsessed with it. Um, that's he has a whole show, and it's like it's really, really good. I highly recommend it. I meant like random. Like, does anyone have any news you want to discuss? I got a. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think what big has happened. Leslie Grace. Leslie Grace revealed a photo of uh, her Batgirl costume. Oh, I did I see that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there which, is something. Sorry, I, I'm not big about that. I think we talked. We didn't talk about this in the podcast yet, but I did read something, and I want. I told Steve about this yesterday, but I don't know 100 percent if this is confirmed or not. But I think someone tweeted like about a month ago what their plans are for DC, and it's something to do with like. Like, you know how we were saying Michael Keaton's coming back and we're like, I hope they're doing like Batman Beyond and stuff. He's well, it's been for... somewhat confirmed that it's actually he's coming back to give up the mantle for Batgirl instead. And I then saw, she's going kind of, throughout the rest. I, I followed this this page until I was like, this guy's toxic and I'm annoyed with it. But I was following this page that was like superhero fix or something. And like this, he's been Spider-Man specifically Andrew Garfield obsessed for like months now. But um, he posted for the first time like the day that it was revealed her picture, mm -hmm. uh, like the first look of Batgirl. His first post wasn't of that. It was like her with two other characters. I'm trying to think of who they were. It was like Supergirl and another female like superhero that was like taking over the mantle for another hero and yeah. i can't remember what it was is it the green arrow girl is that a thing right now i don't know what's um, happening but basically he was just like going on a rant about how he's like just i can't like and it's like i can understand his frustration but it was more of like dude you're a superhero page that's like breaking news all the time why don't you just post the breaking news of the picture of her instead he was like going ranting. on about how he's like I can't believe they're just they, they're taking away like our Henry Cavill Superman they're taking away Batman and now they're just gonna front load these girls like I don't know it just kind of annoyed me to like read but I, I again I do understand the frustration of like them not doing our heroes properly but at the same time it's like come on like we got so many fucking Batman movies get over yes. it like, I am um... We got a good Justice League. Can we just be happy with that? Right. We're never Can we be done it. for a little bit? Um, we're not going to get an MCU in the DC universe. Ever. So no. let's just 
let's appreciate the good ones as they come, I guess. There yeah. was um, uh, a couple of, this is all Batman related um, news, but uh, another thing that, that happened was Batman, uh, the Batman coming out March 4th. That's my birthday. Um, it got a rating, PG-13. Oh yeah, that's true. Which uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was holding I, on hope. I'm not very happy about anyone? that actually. I, I thought know. it was going to be an R. No, uh, yeah. What world well, did you guys think well, this was going to well, be? Well, because an there was because there was, was a lot be of talks DC about it being this a, is the darkest. It being like a, a Florida argument where you got really mad at all the state because you were like, it's not going to be R. Of course it wouldn't be R. It's a fucking Batman movie. You think any studio is going to be like, yeah, let's just deny our kid audience? Yeah, no. That's what that's what I was saying to chase yesterday you no can't fucking way it's your target audience um it's a pipe the money move it's a pipe dream to to think that there's ever going to be that um an r-rated batman movie maybe somewhere i think line. if anything had an I R. we actually have had an r-rated batman I was, movie yeah we Zach have Snyder's. Zack snyder's justice but league is a rated r batman i will movie. say if anything it wasn't i wasn't disappointed i think it would have been interesting to see a rated r batman. i said it would be I interesting thought it i thought it would be interesting, interesting. <laughs> But I, I, my thing is just like, look at the Nolan verse. I mean, look at yeah. the Nolan Batman. Well, they they it, survived just fine on it's, PG thirteen. It's straight. Yeah. It's straight advertising. You can't have your. You can't. Or it's you Marketing. can't. You can't have your market no, audience like exactly. 13, 13 to, to sixteen year olds love Batman. You can't have and not be able to go see not it. be able to. Yeah. So. That and it's and not then, because they care about kids seeing the movie. They care about the, the money. Parents making the money. Making the money. Yeah. The money. Of course. Yeah. And you just, you can't, yeah. It's, they're related. You can't have, you know, every 13-year-old. And that was, would, I'm sure in Florida when I was like, ah! like, but I'm sure that's like, I've never once been like, I don't want a rated R Batman. I just know that we'll never actually get that. Like, mm -hmm. and there's no universe. And outside of animation. Unless there's yeah, yeah twelve different Batman's happening at the simultaneously because we have like in our dystopian future where no one is like leaving the outside metaverse and everyone's like, I'm watching the Ben Affleck Batman, I'm watching the Robert Pattinson Batman. We brought back Christian Bale six times now. Like it's like, you know, once that happens in ten years, then I think that's what I I, I, I Zach, what you just Batman. brought up. I, I think that's why I think it would have been fun to see a rated R Batman because exactly. the animated be series does it and it would it's be great. Fun. It's just never gonna happen. I know. But I also oh. one bit in, one more bit of news. This has been Ben Affleck did confirm this is his last appearance as Batman, but he said but I feel like we said that last week. He I we might have. But <laughs> wait I was gonna say what he, he added said it last week. Yeah. The week before <laughs> what he, yesterday. What he added on as he said that uh, this is the part I wanted to, to highlight is that uh, he said that some of his best and favorite Batman scenes of the DCU EU are in this Flash movie. So I'm excited for that. I mean, really? Again, it's, you know, actors I, feel I like say that it's one of their party. I about this movie. The Flash movie? Yeah. Yeah, you I just hate DC. Anymore. You just hate DC. I don't. You know funny? I really you like know what's DC funny comics. though is I had a conversation. You're the one that showed me the Flashpoint movie, and I still have it oh, yeah. because I, I never gave it back uh, to you. I, uh, I love their animations. I literally do not care about you, their live action. What, what's funny is that care. to me is that is that you didn't people, like I know. Snyder. The people, Schneider no, it was cut. good. People was say fine, uh, but also you, you shouldn't need four and a half hours to tell a four, hour and four, a half long story. Four. It's not an hour. It's the Justice League. How are they going to tell? Yeah, I know. An hour and a half. That's like that's like saying in game should be an hour and a half. It's but not just, that. I, mean, I really like it. Just, I'm very glad we. Got you know what four you get. Hours, you know what you get when you get an hour and a half Justice League movie. You get Joss Whedon's 
Justice League, yeah. Yeah. which was just under two hours. Saying that, like, yeah, the movie why itself should not you go there and tell him? Four yeah, hours you, to tell. You like, you go I grab guess. your hammer yeah, you and you go tell him. You go tell her. You go kiss Josh Whedon's butt. No, no, I know that he would ask that, and then I could yell at him because she put her life on it. Also, is anyone watching Peacemaker? No, no. Now, let, let me just say that apparently in the DC universe, Me Too has happened. Oh, and you'll no, understand, no. You'll understand what, when you watch it, what I'm saying. But I, it's a joke that I found very funny at first, but then I started to think about it a lot. And I was like, wait, what? Me Too <laughs> happened in the world where Ben Affleck's running around killing people? Uh, <laughs> he tried to kill Me Too um, once. I, God, I, do horrible. you know what I, I will say? I feel... I feel gross about this, but so last week, Dave and Steve were talking about this animated Spider-Man show, right? Oh, yeah. And I was like, I should probably watch some to catch up. So I started watching it. Um, I am two episodes away from finishing the whole show. It's great. Oh, my it's God. Great. I've seen every episode except three episodes. Jesus. Is the MCU from, from Spider-Man's I, perspective? I, I was like, so Steve, where are you at? He goes, oh, I'm in season two. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And he goes, what? I'm like, I'm season five. Uh, I thought, so you I loved thought, it, obviously? Oh, yeah. I love it. It's, it's fantastic. Great. It's great. If you haven't watched it, Zach, definitely watch I'm it. I'm glad I got it. It's so I've good. I've seen chunks of that show. It I'm, is very good. I'm glad I got you guys into it. I'm glad you guys took that. I it's, still think you guys should watch Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes if you want a good animated superhero I still think, I might. I still think you should watch Speed. but um. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, Steve, I watched Speed last week. <laughs> Wait, it, was, uh, it was great. Do you guys remember me talking? Like this is probably, I guess it was last year, but uh, I was talking about this show called Search Party, which was yeah, a TBS yes. show originally back when like TBS was really, really trying to rebrand themselves with like better content, but then it all failed. But it went to HBO, um, HBO Max, and uh, now HBO makes it, and they just came out with the last season. So there's five seasons. And, like, I can't reveal the ending at all, and it's kind of, like, a long con to be, like, or not a long con, but it's a long ask for me be, like, I want your guys' opinion on this, so watch five seasons of a show. But from where it starts, which is, like, a mystery about a missing girl that this, like, totally self-involved, self-loving, like, group of friends decide to go and find her because they knew her once at college and they never even really talked to her at college. But that's what the first season's premise is. This is on and HBO, better right? And better and better. It ends somewhere so fucking different from where that show started that it's actually, I think, the craziest ending of a TV show I've ever seen. Like, it, just because of where it started, where it ended. And it's honestly amazing. I loved it, and I want you guys to watch the show now. It's, I might pick it up. I've been looking I for something. I'm going to watch it's, it. It's 50 half-hour episodes. There's five oh, that's not at all. Yeah, so it's, and it's really enjoyable. I really like the cast. It's uh, Aaliyah Shockart, who is maybe from Arrested Development, is the main character. Maybe, yeah. Um, and oh. there's just a lot of, lot of good actors in it. It's another it's, good show, Arrested Development. I love yeah. that show. Um, Dave, did you know the Bluth uh, stair stair cart is in uh, Civil War at the airport? Yes, I was yes. like, what? Yep. <laughs> I was, I never yeah, realized. I'm trying it to think, until... of, uh, you know, it's because the Rousseaus directed yes. a lot of. Uh, yes, but it, it's funny. Arrested Development's like marquee car uh, is in uh, Civil War at the airport. That's crazy. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Which, which should we uh, should we wrap it up? What have we yeah, been watching? Yeah. Well, I told you mine. I'm Spider-Man. Okay, well, yeah, um, same. 
So uh, Chase and I went to go see Scream yesterday. Um, God, we could. I, I don't. I kind of don't want to talk about it because it would take like too long. But I'm just gonna be quick. Is uh, I liked it. I liked a lot of the meta stuff. Um, I just have. I guess there's a couple things that I had questions about, but I didn't hate it. I didn't. I didn't love it, but. If you, I did like it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It is a fun movie. Um, if you like Scream, you would really enjoy yeah. this movie. I think That's if you're a Scream, if you're a Scream head, if you like the franchise, it doesn't it, it doesn't disappoint you or make you mad that it exists. It's just um, I can feel the absence of Wes Craven and yes. and Kevin Williamson in that movie. I, if, I, you can feel it. You just there's just something a little bit off. But um, I enjoyed it. I think it was I think it was fun, and I'm I'm glad to see like. That uh, that type of movie can still be made, and and I'm 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 here for it. I like it. I I think you guys are like absolutely right. If you stuck with Scream up until this point, this movie probably won't let you down. Like unless you're expecting a really really good Scream movie, like a, you know like knock your socks off Scream movie, it might let you down. But it it. It works, you know. Like, it does, and, and the kill, the kills are some. Uh, Dave said it yesterday. The kills in this movie are I one of the some, best. Some just the just the uh, the brutality of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the the kills are very brutal. Like yeah, uh, I guess in the past, you know, you had seen like quick stabs, or it was like a couple stabs and a lot of blood. But this one uh-huh. is like they really brutal. capitalize on where the knife is hitting the person, and it's like ooh. Like there's a couple times I was like, oh, ouch! Like that's that's especially the, I don't want to say any of the kills. No, 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 no. But there's, there's there's some good ones. There's some good kills. I really like the brutality, and I like these uh, the Matt Bellinelli and um, I forget the other guy's name. Dave, help me out. Matt Bellinelli and uh, they're called Silent Radio or Radio Silence. What is the other director's name? Can't remember. But uh, I felt oh, bad. I don't know. I'm not sure. But they they call themselves uh, what, Radio Silence or Silence Radio. Radio I Silence, I think. But anyway, yeah, that's the name of their. Um, of their directing duo, they don't call themselves like they're like the Wait, Russo does it brothers. Say directed by like radio. No, but it silence? says it's, it'll say a, it, at the end credits and the beginning it says a radio silence film. Yeah, huh? And it's is like that their the, production company? Yeah, that's theirs, and they did they use the same name for um, Ready or Not. They're um, uh, yeah. So, but I um, I like them. I like uh, I like what they're doing with the with the last two flicks I've seen of theirs at least Scream and Ready or Not, but. Uh, I watched yeah. that. I've been watching Spider-Man slowly, and uh, which I love. I love that show. I, I realized as watching it, I'm like, I watched it growing up, but then I'm I'm still watching episodes that I'm still catching episodes I've never seen. So that's cool. Yeah, because as a kid, you'd always like see a previously on and be like, "Fuck, I wish I could see that." You know, you had no control over that. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Dave, Dave, what have you been watching? Uh well I did say, I save I fed, I finished up Search Party I finished up a bunch of other shows I don't I know we're pressed for time so I just really want to give like my biggest recommendation this week is uh called A Taxi Driver um it's a Korean movie that uh is the main actor is Kang Ho Kang Ho Song um and he's like to me like the Korean Robert De Niro like he is in I counted them like 13 amazing movies that I've watched from Korea um he's just he's the dad from Parasite yeah yeah love yeah. that guy he's great um he's so good and uh this movie was incredible I really really loved it um it's on Amazon Prime it's uh about like a taxi driver who is like from Seoul uh uh 
South Korea, and he is given a job to drive a German journalist into Guangxi or Guangzhou City, which is like this is based in the 1980s, and there is like a student uprising against the government. And uh, yeah, Guangzhou it, City. It's an incredible story, and it's based on a true story. And he does such a good job. If you look at the poster, you're like, I don't know what this movie is. It looks like a comedy or something or like a Lifetime movie. But it made me ball my eyes out. Um, and then just because I was like, I love that guy so much, I'm going to revisit a movie that I love and I haven't seen in a while. But I watched uh, Memories of a Murder. Yeah. Memories of Murder. I always add an A. Uh, that movie's incredible. That movie's uh, Bong Joon-ho, the Parasite director. It's like This was like his big movie that put him on the map in 2003. And um, it's, I don't know, I would compare it to like Zodiac. That's the movie that people compare it to the most. Uh, but it's it's just so good. And I highly recommend that. A lot of Bong Joon-ho's movies are all on Hulu. So check them out. Mother is also a really good movie. Yeah. Mother. I do want to check that out. Anyways. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, we have a podcast, but we also have an Instagram. You can go check us out at Podcorn in a Movie on Instagram. Uh, we post cool stuff there, or at least just posters. Uh, we also uh, like, comment, or share, review, and subscribe. I thought you I almost screwed it said up. Said it in the mirror over and over, Chase. Dude, great, I, 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 great I, review, subscribe, guys. Double I'm R's. sorry. I'm sorry. Double R's. Full by this Sonic. is not my. I, I'm not in my element. This is not my my closet. I also, I'm not, you know. I also want to add because I don't know if we've ever even said this before, but thank you for listening. If you oh yeah, yeah thank if you, you made thank it this far. Um, I also appreciate it. We have a couple because um, I posted on Instagram, but we have a couple new listeners um, that said they've they've listened to the last three I, episodes and they when enjoyed. When you posted them. on Instagram, about like six or seven uh, girls uh, started following the page. Yeah. Did you uh, also notice when he posted that uh, thing? That same uh, account said, "Hey, you should, you should promote this." On our <laughs> I know. Site. No, we we've been getting that for. Oh wait, it said it's it the on, same, Steve's on Steve's page. Yeah, yeah. Oh really? Bastards. Yeah, I dude, there. Yeah, they. Uh, I I know it's. Uh, yeah, I just deleted the comment. I was like, what? <laughs> but um, but no, no we if have we're a, getting bots. That's a good sign. We have a couple. We have a couple people that that uh, a couple friends of mine from. Mm, uh, one guy lives in Wisconsin. He listens to Spider-Man No Way Home and uh, gave us a really good review and said that uh, he said he liked it so much that uh, he felt like he was in the room with us and he wanted to chime in. One of my that was a good critique. I one of that. my uh, friends who does voice acting, who like does huge audiobooks, he's like, I think one of the top in Ohio. Uh, he, he messaged me on Discord the other day saying, Hey, uh, I listened to your Tobey Maguire episode. I love the argument about the hot dog scene. And the I was like, okay, scene. you did listen to the episode. The hot that's, that's niche. That's a, that's a niche. That's yeah. niche. But, uh, yeah, th- thank you seriously to, to our, uh, to our very loyal listeners who've yes. probably been listening, you know, for a while and to any new listeners. Thank you for uh, giving us a shot. So next, join us next week for, uh, Good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, which yes. should be interesting. Dave's choice for the classic of yeah, the month. Um, and warning we're doing a for you guys, and a warning for um, for anyone watching it if they want to watch along. Give yourself some time. Yeah, um, it's a long because I know specifically me and Steve are bad with 
waiting to the last minute to watch yeah. the movies. Oh, I'm not. And, and I, will, about, dude, I, I watched will. it last night at 1 a.m. You have you horrible time management skills, and it drives me insane. Um, are you talking to both of us? Or? Yes. It's been an issue I've had with yes. both of you for three fucking what years. What are you talking about, um, Dave? I, I, got <laughs> time. I got plenty of time. Is the Tom Hanks voice in my head that lives forever. I Wilson. still got time. Like when that. Wilson is telling him he doesn't have enough time like to build the raft or whatever, and he's like, I got time. I got plenty of time. But uh, even though Wilson's not talking, that is what Wilson is saying. Mm-hmm. But it is two hours and 58 minutes long, so strap in. This movie is an epic Western, so give yourself some time, gentlemen. Give yourself some time. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. Bye-bye.